0: Good.
1: Hey, this is Bob Bandian and Matt Hartnett from the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast. You can subscribe and download all episodes of the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast via the CMS podcast network at cmspn.com or any of your favorite podcast directories, including Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, and more. And while you're at it, be sure to rate and comment about the podcast and spread the word. And if you'd like to donate to the podcast, go to our PayPal account at shockwavesskullsessions at gmail.com. Thanks for all your support of the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast over the years, and stay tuned for more great episodes every week. You are about to enter the Shockwave Skull Sessions podcast on shockwaveskullsessions.com. And now your host, Bob Nalbandian. Yeah, yes, that is true. Ah, oh, you even got an honest thirsty spick. Did you ah, type that on right. there? I,
2: I typed that on there. Yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. I didn't know you could do that. Or maybe ah. the thir-
2: I should have maybe typed the thirst thirst miser.
1: Yeah, well, thirsty spick is okay because your name is Spickle. That is why we call That's him correct. Thirsty yeah, Spickle thirsty. or Thirsty Spick for short, Leonard Spickle. What is going on, my friend? Good evening, Bobo. Nice to be here and uh, to be hanging out with you again. Good evening. We are doing a Shockwave Skull Sessions. I'm not quite sure what number this will be, but it is a short-notice episode. Six. It might just be. It might very well It'd be. be six but six. I, I do appreciate you coming on such short notice. We're talking within an hour or so. Thank you, so Robert. This is completely pre-planned, completely off the cuff, but something that will let I know. Yeah, true. We did talk about doing a podcast about uh, the early Orange County rock and roll metal scene because uh, Leonard was a big part of it. He was a guitarist uh, for the band Eden in the uh, uh, mid to late 80s, uh, a band that I was managing. And we had some uh, pretty great times during that. you also played with Animal with Randy Piper, the Pipester. Pipester. uh, great uh great version of animal the original version of animal uh back in, what was that like 89 it was shortly after eden this was 1989. 1989 look at that problem 1989 oh there he is there he is with the hair you know i am gonna go <laughs> as i mentioned
2: yeah I take gonna that gonna beanie off. let's see
1: today that. Because nice. it's with these headphones as you are well. a
2: sexy beast my brother
1: well you know we gotta we gotta get that look-alike thing going you know yeah so so uh, here we are, man, Leonard Spickle. You He's look a little, little bit movie. like
2: the cross between that one actor and the
1: football coach. Oh, don't say uh, uh, what's his name. Both the very names? handsome
2: men, so don't be discouraged.
1: Uh, uh, ben, uh, what was the guy that played, Gandhi? Yes,
2: Ben, whatever. Everyone
1: says that. Uh, uh, I've heard that the, many times. That retired football coach, I don't know
2: who, who he coached, but you look like him too. John Madden?
1: <laughs> exactly, perfect. I yeah. do. I, I get a lot of a lot of comparisons <laughs> to John Madden. <laughs> Retired, I think he he's. I think he's permanently retired now. Didn't he die? I think he's That's dead. dead isn't he? Yes, we should Google. It. We have Google option here. we? he did die. He did die. He, he was the best. Man. I love that, that guy, a, man. He was he, the best that, ever. That was the best. That was when the Oakland Raiders were the shit, dude. That's right. Back in when the, the He didn't give a fuck. That guy. Madden. Right, so here's uh, the
0: Madden.
1: Here's to man. This is the Anything Goes podcast again. No agenda whatsoever. We got a third person. Why don't you tell us about Andrew Banks?
2: It- um, I, picked him, I picked him up hitchhiking on the way yeah, home tonight. Nice. Yeah, he bought me dinner. So, with, hey, you want to do a <laughs> yeah. podcast? Andrew Did Banks he- uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, is well, a very good friend of mine.
1: From after dinner? What happened after dinner? I wanted to know the full details, the full sexual details here.
2: I don't know. He left with my It was my just dog. a dinner
1: date. Huh? Weird.
2: <laughs> let right, me go uh, let, let, let's get Andrew into the mix.
1: Is he here? I don't think he's. Oh, go ahead. I sent
2: him. I sent the invite. He just has to click on the link and
1: jump. All in. right, cool. Uh,
2: Andrew is a longtime promoter of heavy metal. Uh, works with a bunch of different uh, uh, groups, um, and he'll tell you about. It. You guys are gonna have a lot his, to talk
1: about. He's old, school Orange well, county uh, guy, right?
2: Uh, no, All he's right. actually from Texas. You ready to come in, Andrew? Yeah, sure. Come on in, brother. <laughs>
0: all right very well planned
2: here he's kind of old so it might take him a little while to get in
1: Uh uh-oh all right how how many hours do i have to do this uh six hours minimum (laughs) this
2: is the six 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 show so you have six hours six minutes and six seconds nice Or we're sending you to heaven <laughs> <laughs> That'll
1: never happen. <laughs> so Andrew must have been around during right. the early 80s though in Orange County, right? Fuck the, Andrew's like, been around since the,
2: <laughs> since the 40s. <laughs> so in, that
0: worked.
1: All right. I don't know. Hey, anybody, hang up the phone and then click on the link. Hang Kevin, up the phone and click on the link. So we can see her pretty face.
2: So uh until Andrew figures this thing out, which he may never do. Uh what did we start talking about earlier? Before we got on the Madden Love uh, Trail? The Madden Love Man Love.
1: Cycle. Uh, uh, what were we talking about?
2: You introduced me as uh, well, you know, oh Leonard Spickle, Tyler, did some cool thirsty shit.
1: Spickle because you always uh always like to have the beer in hand. So you are the thirsty one.
2: You know, I I, I was in your uh one of your documentaries. Yes. You've done so many, Bob. I can't even keep up anymore. But Yes, you were I think in I, I L.A. Bells
1: Explodes. Yes, and that was a great video, by the way. That was a great documentary. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank
2: you for you. Uh, uh, letting me be a part of that. It was pretty cool. That
1: was great. You and Mike Stone, of course, we should say uh, Mike Stone was a vocalist of Eden. Uh, this was a second uh, rendition of Eden. The first, of course, had the late, great Mike Henry uh, and also uh, the late, great Rick Croco, Rick Scott Croco, who was also in the second rendition, (laughs) along with Leonard Spickle. Mike Stone, who of course, a lot of people know, he went on to play guitar for Queen Trike and played with several other uh, bands. Uh, (laughs) Incredible, he was a vocalist in in Eden. Incredible. very good vocalist. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, very incredible. And then of course, uh, Leonard Spickle, David Young, and Gary Winslow rounded out Eden. And uh, we'll be talking about that. Let me add uh, him to the stream. Why do we just have why do we have a picture of your chair? Andrew. Oh cool,
3: so you do have a picture. <laughs> yeah. Hey, put your pants on. you whore. Yeah, how's that? There, there he is. is.
0: <laughs> Andrew,
2: no? are you at some weird sleazy hotel in downtown Asheville? <laughs> yes. Yeah,
3: don't don't mind the plastic sheets, all right? Yeah, wow. All right. I'm I'm worried about
1: the stains on the sheets, not the yeah. plastic. Well, that's that's
3: why I travel. Better a stain that. than a child
1: support payment.
3: That's right. We all used to be stains at one time.
1: So, uh, all right, g- g- can you adjust your camera there, Andrew?
2: I think we lost Andrew. Oh, no, he's I'm, back. I'm, I'm here. He likes those
3: beds.
1: He's focusing, focusing on those
3: stains. You can hear me now, though, right? We, yeah. Point the me, picture
1: right. to you. Oh, there's <laughs> that beautiful <laughs> bed again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think you were right about him. Oh, there he is. All right, all right. I, I just got to figure this is out how be to. Quite an episode. <laughs> all My right. ears well, are really warm right now. What is well, that? Why? He's trying to hear that uh, figure this out. Uh, what's going on, Leonard? You are in uh, uh, Lake Elsinore.
2: I am down yeah. at the lake house right now. The Bob. lake
1: house. I do miss this the one. lake house, man. I got to make that travel. Now he's completely off. What the hell? Come on am down on?
2: anytime. You're always welcome yeah. at the lake. House.
1: I know. I'm. I'm definitely I even next, have, You have next your next own room. trip. I do, and I, I love it. We will uh, do it. How are the dog doing? There he is. Oh man, hey. the
0: dogs are awesome.
2: <laughs> love yeah, the cool.
1: dogs. I miss uh, Daisy and um,
2: Daisy uh, and Buck.
1: Buck, Buck. How can I, 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 I always forget Buck? I don't know. I can't forget about Buck. I okay, always think about. Area.
2: I always think about when I come home from tour and then go to the backyard and have to pick up their dog shit.
1: Yeah, you know. You think about me.
2: I think yeah. about you. All
1: right. well, anyway, I, I
2: think uh, I think you guys actually met maybe at one of the award shows. I Bob Nalbandian, Andrew
1: Banks, hey, Andrew, Andrew, introduce right. yourself and tell us who you are or whatever the fuck.
3: The heavy metal award shows. You are. Uh, yeah. What's your What's your background, Andrew? You know I. I don't, I've never taken the time to uh, really think about who I am and what I do. And you're putting me on the spot. I'm really not prepared. And I, I if I had to say one <laughs> thing, it would be, um, I just think of Zach Wilde's book where he made a statement about it. You know, the music industry is the, the only industry where uh, underqualified people are making decisions about your future. So, uh, I probably represent that fact. Um, you know, being self-demeaning to myself, but, uh, I've been lucky enough to be involved in the, in the music industry without making any money for several years. Well, you and, and me
1: both, my friend. <laughs> common.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know, when you're when you're underground, I mean, and then you're behind the scenes. I mean, it's it's a trial and tribulation for some of the, the artists that uh, we so revere and love and listen to and support and do everything we can for them. Um, and if if they're not getting recognition, you know, the guys behind the scenes sure the hell aren't. And that's kind of what I've been doing since, uh, you know, 1979.
1: Wow. Well, we're going to talk about that because we're uh, the subject. We're going to talk about the early Orange County metal days of the 80s, because, uh, of course, Leonard was a big part of that being in Eden. And uh, we experienced a lot of stuff. A lot of people, you know, ask about Orange County because Orange County in L.A., really kind of go hand in hand. It was, you know, we had a lot of the great clubs, you know, in the early days, you know, the, the Woodstock, Radio City, Concert Factory, and then, of course, the Jezebels, Marquee, which was Joshua's before that, and, uh, you know, a lot of cool cool clubs and cool metal scene. And, of course, uh, you know, bands like Metallica and Slayer and a lot of the, uh, you know, thrashier bands, Dark Angel, they all started out in the Orange County scene. So uh, And from and- what I understand from Andrew, from uh, Leonard, as you were involved with Metallica in the early days, is that true, Andrew? Tell well, us to, about
3: that. Yeah, to some to some degree. Um, I mean, it was eighty. I don't know, 82, 83. I think it was eighty two. Um,
1: okay, before Kill 'Em All came out. So when they. Oh were yeah, still
3: yeah, yeah. No, still I was playing the
1: Orange County clubs. Yeah. Yeah, I
3: was watching. Um, uh, well, at, at that time, I was uh, owner of a magazine called Heavy Metal Times and we <laughs> were we ecstasy. were actually we I remember took, that
1: yeah
3: yeah we, we took a trip from from Texas to California and we had quite a few things lined up um, so you were living
1: in Texas then in 82? at that time yeah at okay. that time
3: and right and um, we were at uh, the country club watching YNT perform and um, I felt this tug on my shirt and I turn over to my side and I don't see anybody and then I look down and there's some guy and it turned out to be Lars and he's yelling at me, and he's handing me his demo tape. And you know, of course, this is you know, the the very very first lineup of Metallica. And then sure, and the uh, you know, Ram no Gun- death till leather. Ron he... and uh, Dave Mustaine, no life till leather. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that, that and, and I still have the cassette somewhere. Now, in, why in did he tug on
1: you? Did you have like a, a shirt on, or like a metal shirt, or a jacket, or heavy? Did you he know you were from the magazine? Or oh, he knew. Was he it right? Different... Oh,
3: yeah, okay. no, no, he he knew that we he had were an in his pocket.
1: Oh <laughs> no. well, that'll attract any rock star. <laughs> so,
3: but uh, funny, funny thing. Just jumping slightly, head. We were the first music publication um, on record to feature an article and uh, photographs of Metallica. Um, I so, might have to know.
1: argue that we had uh, Metalmania magazine that uh, Pat Scott, we were just talking about that, Pat Scott and I wrote, yeah. had uh, a fanzine, actually. It wasn't a proper magazine. So you I still right have there. some
3: of those. I have those new in my collection.
1: Manual. Ron Quintana? Yeah.
3: yeah issue number oh, yeah. five, I
1: think, was one of the originals. But I'll give you credit, because you were an official magazine. I do remember Heavy Metal Times, though, quite a bit. That, that was the, uh, I mean, you had New Heavy Metal Review, which is Slagle's magazine. Right, right. And he quit that when he started Metal Blade, him and John Cornerin's. And then there was uh 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 what's his name um uh, from Azra Records
3: Dave Richards Dave Richards <laughs> World Metal Report remember that
1: and that well, was like a full
3: magazine uh, that for a was while. that was Dave you know and I don't know where Dave's at and what he's doing but he's that still was, around he's still that around was, uh, or not yeah Dave I think he must have been inspired by what we did at Heavy Metal Times because yeah. Uh, That, uh, you know, Dave Dave was instrumental in naming the band that I was managing at that time. Um, Which was? was? Well, the band was Tyrant, um, but there were several Tyrants out at that time. Not the uh, LA Tyrant? Well, no, no. These guys were from from Colorado Springs. And um, we needed to rename the band. And uh, Dave helped us come up with Jag Panzer.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So that's how you knew Joy Tafoya.
3: Oh well, yeah. That's okay. when I met Joey. Was in in uh, in Jag Panzer and I've Joey... worked with Joey many years, so there's yeah. our connection
1: there. I actually got Jag Panzer. I was I got them kind of back together with Joey and I reformed the band when they uh, got their deal with Century Media Records, and this was ninety eight, and they got Harry back in the band, and they wanted kind of the original lineup with, of course, Mark and and everyone and. Uh,
3: we lost Bobo. Did, did, uh, you know. Bobo's bouncing. Bobo, Bobo you're bouncing.
1: Oh, killer, killer album. Your connection yeah. sucks. Yes. You can't go hear everything. Uh, what's going on here? You, you froze up there, Bobo. I see. Oh, there you go. Well, uh, something's going down. Yeah, wait, we wait missed the last minute of your. All right, here we go. I'm back. You a, there you, you missed go. Missed the last
2: minute of your There's speech.
1: We don't have you having trouble connecting. This is often. Of, oh, there you are. I All can right, go everybody. ahead.
0: It's
1: like a oh, fucking okay. zoom my, meeting. Maybe was, <laughs> yeah, maybe it was on my computer. But we're, we're getting a little bit of yeah, a you, delay here. Up. All right. Why don't you so
2: buy what some were you saying there? Recording <laughs> so We can do a podcast.
1: <laughs> no,
3: man, <laughs> it was it was just a real honor. I mean, it uh, you know, go, bouncing real quick back to the country club. Lars says, "Hey, here's our cassette. <laughs> yes. Listen oh. to it. Tell us what you think." And then, uh, like the next day, we were over at Brian Slegel's house. At that time, he was living, uh, you know, at his mom's house. Woodland Hills, yeah, we yeah, Hills. We're hanging out in his bedroom. Had some great parties like, there, dude. We probably oh, yeah. hung
1: out. We probably, I probably met you back then. <laughs> My head, I used to go bro. to a lot of his parties that he had there. <laughs> well, yeah,
3: we wow. we were out. You know, we're we're Texas boys, and we were just out there for uh, you know, like two or three weeks, just to get some updated reporting and some articles and stories and photography for our next issue. And, um, you know, so Brian was very hosp- you know, had was very hospitable and just er- everybody we came in contact with, you know, Motley crew was rehearsing for their new year's Eve, 1981 show, uh, wow. at Santa Monica civic. And we got to yeah. hang out with them for four or five days while they were rehearsing on sunset strip and malice and-
1: played that show. Didn't Y open that show.
3: No, I don't think they did. Okay. Maybe they did. I don't know, man. Yeah. We were bouncing around everywhere and just partying and, you know, and had a good time. Malice, Malice were a great band. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jay Reynolds <laughs> is still today a good friend. And, yeah. and uh, you know, Jay was Air awesome. Attack is one of my all-time favorite metal songs. and Yeah. That and, whole uh,
1: first album is just killer, man.
3: Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the and, beginning. Uh, that, that metal show, I was yeah. able to get Jay – uh, in the audience at that me- on on an episode of that metal show and um, the guys uh, Don and, and everybody, you know, they were kind enough to recognize that we were sitting in the audience. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. You Very know, cool. it, it's that level that, you know, it's, it's like um, you know, I'm the guy that's sitting on the side. I'm not the guy. Yeah, you, know, and that's, you that's are old just school, truly. That's awesome. Truly, truly old school. I've just you know produced some Jag Panzer stuff and did a lot of photography for them and helped get them together and helped them get their first record deal, which was with Dave and Azra and Yeah, I, well, yeah. You know, first, it's were you involved in
1: the first EP or just the Ample Destruction album?
3: Well, the EP I'm credited as executive producer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So that's that was cool. yeah.
1: <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know that.
3: Lenny's just like, hey, I got my buddy
1: Andrew that wants to come on, and you know, he did some stuff with Metallica, and you know, that guy, Joey Tafoya, that you know, I am like, can hey, bring him on. That's you know. Well, yeah,
2: so Joe Andrew, who uh, who Joey has been working? Who have you uh, worked with like recently? Who are some of the bands and you've been active with?
3: Well, the the last show I did pre-COVID um, was a very very unique show uh, with one of my all-time favorite guitarists, Mike Keneally. And he's, he's the band director of Zappa.
1: Zappa. Yeah. Well, he played with Frank Zappa, uh, didn't he? He did. Uh, Yeah. Frank. Yeah, no,
3: he, he did both. And, and. I thought
1: um, he was a drummer.
3: No, no, he's, he's, he's a very, very, very underrated top tier uh, abstract guitarist and, and, and probably has the best ear of any musician that I've ever met in my life where, there's nothing out there that he doesn't know how to play or can't figure out how to play within just minutes and um, is truly masterful um, and a wonderful guy and one of the most uh, well-spoken and intelligent and well-versed and easy to get along, along you, with people in the world. I mean, wow. I can't say enough good things about Mike Keneally. You know, he, he toured recently with uh, Joe Satriani and the guys from The, the Aristocrats. Oh, wow. And then uh, after that came to an end, he was the band director for uh, Zappa's hologram show, and oh, that wow. was
1: okay. Wow. And
3: the hologram show was kind of put on hiatus. And on the West Coast, they did a few dates without the hologram, and um, yeah, uh, Scott Tunis on bass and uh, Ray Brown and on vocals and guitar. I mean, all the original band members that at one time or another played with Zappa uh, really did a heartfelt and and true. You know, they they all played it. They all know the music. They all they just Steve Vai the table. What's that?
1: I said does Steve Vai play on that tour? No,
3: no, oh. unfortunately he didn't. Um you know, last time I saw Steve was with Lenny um when uh he he accepted the award with Joe and and another one of my favorite guitarists, right. um, you know, founding member of of Megadeth. So
1: Oh Chris Poland, of course.
3: Yeah. Yeah, Chris, did you, I did you know Chris is amazing, he's dude. Great. Chris is super, so super underrated. cool and amazing.
1: Nicest guy and such an underrated oh, yeah. guitar player. And, uh, oh yeah. Oh you yeah. Know,
3: he's the uh, kind of guy you can I just pick up the that. phone and call right now and go, "Hey, Chris, what's yeah. up?" And he'll talk to you. You know, he's he's uh, he's he's true. You know. Back. Yeah. Absolutely. But God, I, if you ever listen to any of his uh, jazz fusion and rock fusion um, instrumental guitar it'll it'll like ohm it'll it'll just blow your I mind i've got some
1: of those albums and those solo songs. i've seen them live at the baked potato a few times yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah great, great band. all right well leonard what have you been up to lately what's going on on the snoo camp i know you're uh is that well i know there's not not much going because snoo basically has a live band uh, playing live all the time there ain't shit going on but you guys uh writing anything or doing anything uh, or is the band still around or
2: I guess, yeah. (laughs) We haven't done much. Everything's shut down, obviously. You can't get out and and play or tour or do anything. So uh, I guess we're on a small break. There you go.
1: Yeah. As everyone
2: is. A small, well-deserved break from one another. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The last thing we did, we we did the uh, Hard Rock Hellfest in uh, Wales. What was that, like two years now, right? Has it been two years?
1: That's been about two years. I think. Yeah, I think yeah.
2: that—that's the last tour we did was the UK tour
1: with the with Saxon and
2: Saxon and Shanker and uh, I don't know ten million other bands you never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, so nothing going on with new
1: But you have um, a new record out, or fairly new release. Yeah, last
2: it's, year. it's a couple years old still. Yeah, it's probably oh, okay. two and a half years. Yeah, since that's been out, it's actually did pretty good. We got love the-, the
3: horns, love the horns, Lenny, love the horns.
2: Yeah. Independent album of the year we got um I don't remember two years ago, I guess, whenever the uh, record came out. It's a great album, you know, it's a great band. It's sad we can't get out and play, but you know, what are you gonna do? Wait till this shit flips over, we'll get out and rock and roll, you know.
1: And the meantime, town Curtis will just continue singing in his car.
2: That is correct. You can watch the Curtis car
0: show. <laughs>
2: well, very
1: cool. So when did band, you uh, when did you move to LA, Orange County? So I assume when you met Brian Slagle and Lars together, did they already have the first Metal Massacre record out? Because that came oh, no, out already. No, because
3: no, okay. It was it was it was at a point where um, they were shopping, and we actually had Heavy Metal Times. We were in the process of putting a, a compilation album together. Wow! And of course, you know, we didn't know how to keep things tight, vested, and, and sure. secrets, and this and that, and you know, we're just talking, and everybody in the metal family's in the metal family. Well, you know, Dave Richards got excited and started a magazine, and Brian got excited and started a record label, and you know, we just faded away into, into Nowhere'sville, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that yeah. was well,
2: You went Dallas. on and became a DJ in Dallas or somewhere, right? In- well,
3: yeah, yeah. K&ON radio in Dallas. Um, we had I had the midnight to four in the morning shift, and okay. uh, we we did, did that. Did you know? Uh,
1: did you do like? Was it part of Z Rock or was that uh, pre Z
3: Rock? No, that was, was that was that was that was pre Z Rock, and right. um, the, the the that was a corporate radio station. But in Dallas, we had Q one hundred and two and KZEW, um, right. and um, yeah, so that was you know it was it was pretty cool, man. I, I think I lent Lenny a tape from nineteen eighty six after I'd been on the air for a couple of years. And,
1: right on, man.
3: Yeah, I this said, hey, Lenny, listen, listen to this on the way home, and he had no idea what it was. So it was good. All right. So, how do you guys know each other? Uh, I think
0: I dated
2: one of his family members, or something. yeah
3: we we share that we share the same um, ancestral tree somewhere. Interesting.
1: Wow. <laughs> I guess you ask a dumb question, you get a we, dumb answer.
3: We met at the. Uh, uh,
2: the uh what's it called we get off the freeway at the stop the road stop whatever it's
3: a rest oh stop? that's right the rest yeah we made stop. at the rest
2: <laughs> stop
1: yeah <laughs> the truck stop okay
3: right. i go hey yeah, george george stuff. michaels what are you doing and he goes the fuck you i'm lenny I'm <laughs> going,
1: oh. <laughs> well and look at what look at how it ended here you guys and here we are today there you are on the shockwave skull sessions podcast 16. Sharing it with the world. So, <laughs> so this is uh, interesting. So tell me a little bit more about what happened at, with Lars, because uh, this is uh, really historic. So you uh, were like promoted some shows or some stuff too, right? In the early Metallica shows, that were uh, to, yeah, or are
3: going? Yeah, yeah. Actually, um, Ziggler Productions in in Dallas contact. Well, we've been in contact with them because they promoted some Boss Tweed shows, and that was another band that, that, that was that the LA band Boss Tweed. No, no, no! This okay. is the Dallas band Boss Tweed that shared the same uh, rehearsal studio as Pantera, and okay. and just to throw a little little more trivia out there, if you ask any true metalhead, you know who the original singer was for Pantera, what are they going to tell you? You Andrew? And, yeah, no, no, no Terry. <laughs> they're going to say Terry Glaze. Yeah, right? I know that. But, well, but, but what Terry that. was actually
1: the. <laughs> oh, second now singer. you
3: know it. And he and. Was... <laughs>
1: No, I had yeah. those. I had they used to send me the metal magic and the projects in the jungle. Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, I had a yeah. fanzine called The Headbanger. Do you remember The Headbanger? We used to trade stuff, I think,
3: or with yes. one of your guys in Texas. That's the Headbanger right.
1: fanzine, which was that's 82. Right. It came out, and that was and, you guys know, too. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> so uh, that's good that, times, yeah, yeah.
1: So that so we both got started the same way doing fanzines,
3: and right, then uh, right. you
1: know, and then after that, I wrote for a few other major uh you know or, or you know i, I just did a little bit of stuff for hip Parade this that but it's mainly a uh, metal rendezvous i said you probably remember john stradansky and he yeah. was uh uh in the bay area as well metal rendezvous they went full color and did the full thing for a while and uh yeah good times and those those were great great times in the uh early throughout the whole 80s up to you know the late 80s i think that lasted and uh
3: well, every everybody in that era, everybody in that era had had. Uh, we were all in an equal playing field, if you think yeah. about it. I mean, yeah. there was there was you know, no one knew the greatness that Metallica was going to have, and no one knew, you know, the short-lived lifespan of other bands, and no one knew how great uh, how great White was going to turn. Out to Be the Way They Were, and, and Rats. Dante and, Fox. We've and, just, yeah, Wasp. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing yeah. Wasp you know, on Sunset Strip play. And, and, Speaking you know, of which, i got to give,
1: and... give a mindless plug. This ah, DVD just, nice. just came out today. Chris Holmes' Mean Man, and I'm uh, very honored to be a part of it. I'm featured in the DVD. My good friend Antonio yeah. Anton in uh, France uh, directed it, and uh, it's on Cleopatra, Cleopatra Entertainment. You could get this as the Blu ray. It is out. Uh, should be out everywhere on DVD. You could get through Amazon and all that. I don't know what? as far as digital outlets, but great. What great is the um, the
2: biography? Is it?
1: Uh, it's a documentary. Yeah. Okay. A documentary. Yeah. Oh, I'd fun. love to watch it's that. Very entertaining. Yeah, that would be yeah,
2: cool. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. I need to see that.
1: Yeah. It's that would good. be way cool. cool.
2: Tell Definitely those fuckers to send me a copy. <laughs> Andrew, too. <laughs>
1: Yes. Well, anyway, when you were saying, uh, so uh, Terry was not the first singer of Pantera. To go back to that.
3: Right, the the first singer was actually went to Boss Tweed.
1: Okay.
3: Back when, you know, Pantera was the Spandex era and the era they, you know, kind of shy away from, but you know, hey, listen, it's yeah. it's a part of who they were Everyone at Everyone was doing
2: it, sure. Yeah. We
3: saw them in concert in in clubs around Dallas-Fort Worth and and, you know, they, they were all super, super cool dudes. We'd go over yeah, to their yeah. house and hang out, and their mom and dad were super cool. Uh, uh, Pantera, Pantigo Sound. Pantego Sound was the uh, recording studio mm-hmm. where Boss Tweed recorded their first demo. And then uh, a year later or two is when uh, you know Cowboys from Hell came out. And that was Shame. one album that, like, when, when you pick moments in music history... And you, and, and you talk about metal and super, super changing. I mean, there's all these moments in music where you can say, wow, that was an earmark moment where it changed things. And Cowboys from Hell really, really just, you know, did oh, absolutely. It. it. really blew yeah, us when away. When that came man. out,
1: it, especially but, uh, the, the production on that too, Terry Date, That just oh, that yeah. rock guitar tone. And it was like, wow. Yeah, there's yeah, com- yeah. I remember seeing them at the Foundations Forum. I think that was their first show in LA. You remember the Foundations Forum they used to have in ninety, the big heavy metal convention. Bob Chaparty and Walter. Oh, it was like the big metal convention they did every year, hmm. and uh, they played in the hotel ballroom. You were at a couple of those, right, Leonard? The Foundations. Sure. You remember? You were a couple of You know, come uh, come after, uh, you know, but, after uh, that yeah, first
2: when that first is- Pantera uh, album came out, I literally went and replaced all my pickups with. <laughs> A, dime-bucker. The a dime bucker, Daryl. Daryl pickup, yeah, yeah. I went in every single guitar I had at the time, yeah. I told well, you them. know,
1: during those mm-hmm. first two records, they used to send me stuff, and you were saying they were real nice guys, and they were kind of, you know, kind of your generic, kind of like the LA metal thing, but you know, we were into that as well. And they sent me, uh, you know, the, the vinyl of you know the, the Metal Magic and Project Gun. the Dry. Remember, uh, and I think it was a, a Daryl, uh, either Daryl or Vinny, sent me a whole package. He sent me. The t shirt, the original Metal Magic t shirt with a drawing on it and then a picture of them on the back. And it was a jersey with blue sleeves. And I ended up, you know, afterwards just giving it away to someone. Someone was a big, you know, when Cowboys came out and, you know, I didn't think, I think he, just, he kept bugging me. I go, here, yeah, take it, whatever. And, you know, now I'm sure they probably only pressed, you know, a few hundred if, if that back then. And, uh, but said, have you been to, Have you been to Daryl's uh, Strip joint? In Dallas, uh, we did go there. Yes, when I was there with uh, uh, Stanley Rose, Very we we, ha- nice. we, nice. we went there during the day, though, so there wasn't really much action. But uh, was, oh, was during, you mean
2: during there. the day as opposed to the night? Not correct. the day, like right. back in the day.
1: Yeah, during, right. yeah. It, was <laughs> a day, it, it was the day. It was day shift. The day shift. Uh, so, you had the grandma. Quite entertaining, <laughs> but so you grew up in San Antonio then, correct? And then moved to Dallas or. Uh, Andrew, no, or, no, it was, uh, it was always Dallas. So.
3: Lived, lived in Dallas a couple, you know, 13 years in total in that time okay. frame. Because you had a lot so. of cool metal bands that you had, the, of
1: course, the Texas Slayer, who was in right. competition with the LA Slayer. Right. Uh, but I say San Antonio because I know there's that station in San Antonio.
2: And bobo has gone again.
1: Metal. I mean, they play like Riot and Saxon and Legs mm-hmm. Diamond and all these bands became huge in Texas because of. Anthony, that Joe Anthony,
3: I think his name. is. Yeah, was, Leg, Legs Diamond could Leg go John. to San Antonio today and sell out a show. Yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah they're huge. They're, they're exactly. huge there. You know, yeah. ki- kiss me if you miss me, but don't mess up my hair. Satin peacock.
2: Andrew, what <laughs> was that song you were telling me about earlier
3: today? That was a great record. Oh, pile driver
2: yeah what was the song oh
3: yeah uh off their second album called Un- unsuck my cock yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it you know that album, cool. Robert? i i've heard a pile driver i don't know that record though
3: yeah yeah, yeah. sex with that? satan was uh pretty it, put it this way between them and venom um when venom's first album came out that was one that you had to oh, kind of hell. digest in pieces because sure. nothing like that had been out before. I was
1: scary as fuck when in league with Satan. That first single came out. It was like,
3: yeah, holy shit, this Are these guys for real, this, and yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was. You know, Black you. Black Sabbath's one thing, but then when you really, you know, it's yeah. it's like watching league league horror, with Satan, a horror movie Evil. that does these cutaways. In league with they, Satan, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it was back then, man, <laughs> 1981 or whatever, eighty eighty one when that came yeah. out. It like, yeah, yeah, I scared oh, the
2: fuck man. out of you, huh?
3: Yeah. Well, pile pile driver came out in '85 with their first album, and um, you know it was kind of meant to now, be like not a mockumentary. Not to be confused with Artemis
1: Pile Driver.
3: No, Artemis. no, no. Much okay. later, much later.
1: And by the way, by oh, the way, another, what do you say? I, joke, A little spoof on the Skinner drummer. Anyway,
3: go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, part of my life is promoting music, and I did promote Ar- Artemis Pile's uh, solo band. And, oh really? Um,
1: okay, great, he's great musicians,
3: too. great performers, and yeah.
1: that's uh, a great documentary too. A lot yeah. of it kind
3: of went under the radar, but
1: he was. Yeah. Uh, they had a lot of legal issues. That was also through Cleopatra. If you ever have a chance, yeah. Uh, yeah. Street Survivors is that what it's called? Uh, something I believe. I Think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Artemis Pilot. It's, it's not a documentary. Excuse me. It's a it's a, um, a biopic, as they call it, and it reenacts the plane crash and everything. But it's right. really well done. I thought.
3: Well, yeah. when you when you hear you know him talk about it in person, um, and he's gracious enough with his time to to speak to an independent local promoter about that era, and you know, um, I mean, you're hearing firsthand you know legends of of rock and t- talking to you firsthand about what happened, and um, yeah, it gives you chills and makes the you know gives you goosebumps and makes the hair on the back of your neck rise. It um, it
1: does. It does. It's yeah. Very nice, very yeah.
3: Very nice.
2: Okay. One really, of the many um, places Bob has hair. Yes.
3: <laughs> well, that's why I said the back of the neck. You know, I'm sure yes. he's got a lot of, a lot of body hair on there that we don't want to see. I do indeed. We oh, was talking that, about Bob. that was Don. <laughs> I want to know if we're okay. talking about Bob's very back. <laughs> <laughs> very I think just for fun, Bob,
2: you should stand up and show us your back. Just uh, one time. I, just one I, little peek. I don't know. Uh we could braid that fucker. <laughs> It's not that bad. Bob's <laughs> the only guy I know with dreadlocks on his back.
1: See, Thirsty was all upset that we're giving you too much time here, Andrew. He thought he was going to be the, uh, be, be the main a attraction. Man. Lenny, but I'm Lenny's, sorry, Andrews uh, yeah. is more interesting than you.
2: Totally. I mean, go. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. Lenny, I'm, I'm I'm
1: fascinated. Fascinated. So I am fascinated. I am fascinated by that. we got to go back to the whole Lars thing. So you mm. and Lars. Yeah, yeah. Back some, to Back to Lars. And uh, promote some shows in Dallas. And this well, was, is before they were really a bit, ba- Or they just got together with, of course, yeah. with Ron McGovernie and Dave Mustaine. Well, course, that, that was
3: that was in '81 when we were at the Country Club, and he wanted okay. me to, you know, listen to his tape, and then of course I called him, and we talked yeah, about putting them it. on our compilation album, mm-hmm. and you know, other things happen, and we never got around to doing it, and then we thought, hey, we'd do a, um, uh, what do you call a flexi, a flexi disc, you know, in oh, one of the issues. Right. And, you know, you always bounce ideas around and you're always limited by time and money, as we all are in in everything we do. So it never really happened. And Brian got up and running and, um, you know, put him on Metal Massacre. And we were just, you know, so supportive of that and so happy about that and all the other artists that were on Metal Massacre. And um, but the but the but the show we promoted was in Tyler, Texas, after the release of Kill Em All. And they were the opening band for Raven. Athletic yes. rock.
1: The kill them all so the one in
3: 1983, they, yep. they did a, a, a small tour and we were fortunate to uh, not only promote them for the Tyler show, but it got wild and crazy and we took a week off work and we went from date to date and hung out with them and, you know, just acted like 22 year old kids that we were at the time, you know? Right on. Yeah. So did so, you have an offer to do some, like promote some shows or do some work with it? Well that that was you know Lars Lars wanted to do something and and I did too but at that time I was a little bit more invested in in the Jag Panzer camp um you know we we lived in the same city We're actually for several years bigger but...
1: at the time yeah cuz they had the albums that had Apple oh, destruction wow. when, when did Apple destruction come out 82 then-
3: 84
1: or no, that, I mean the the EP came out eighty three.
3: Yeah, eighty-three for the EP okay. and Ample came out. So in 84. It was the same
1: time, kill them all then. That
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. And look, I'm I, I am a sucker for neoclassical shred and right. I love Joey's playing. And Joey's a great guy. You know, he was in my wedding um, you know, 30 Man. years ago and we've been friends ever since. So, you know, looking back at the experiences I've had with the people I've had them with. Yeah, you know, maybe I could have been at an intersection where maybe I should have invested more time with my connections with Lars and that in Metallica. But you know, nobody jag, knew jag, jag, Us, jag, you know, Yeah,
1: nobody. Everyone was that.
3: on an even playing field at that and time. When they no, were in one, L.A., never knew. Yeah, never especially knew before they hit the
1: Bay Area and they got really mm-hmm. accepted in the Bay Area. When they yeah. were in L.A., and I keep telling people that you almost oh, it must have been it must have been mind blowing first time you saw Metallica. It's like no. Not really. They weren't that good. They were their, their very right. first show at Radio City in in Orange County, and right. uh, you know it was very very rough. They never did any kind of parties or you know anything before that. They just went straight to the clubs, and uh, it was rough. You know their first several shows in LA were kind of or LA Orange County, mostly Orange County. You know right. I saw quite a few of them. It was it was not the Metallica you would have seen today, or even the Metallica you would have seen at the on the uh, kill them all for one tour. I mean, when I saw that tour, it was like, Holy shit. They had improved so fast.
3: Oh yeah. Dramatically. Yeah. That was, yeah. that was an amazing tour, amazing performance. And, and James, it was, it was, it was almost like they were on a co-bill. It really wasn't like they were yeah, opening up. Yeah. It was not fair to say they were opening up. I mean, it was truly a co-bill it, it pretty much equal, was. equal yeah. time and they had equal performance and, and energy and, it's just that Raven had a few more albums out, and they, you know, of course, if you're traveling from Europe, you know, to to the states, you're going to want top bill. But uh, sure. I mean, that's why the T-shirt said, uh, "What does it say?" It said, "Kill um, them all, for one. Kill 'em all for one." I mean, it's yeah. it was a co-bill when you really get down yeah. to it. You know, <laughs> are you are you disappearing on us for a minute there? I say what? you
0: tell
1: me uh, Oh, is there something dirty going on behind the curtain there? What's going on behind curtain number two? <laughs> you want to make your predictions there, Andrew? Uh,
3: I've seen it before. What are you doing, um, Don?
1: Don, talk so we know your mouth is not full. <laughs> Whoops, that'll get us banned. That'll get us banned from YouTube. Don, Don,
3: are you there? Lettered, lettered.
1: <laughs>
3: anyway, Andrew, go ahead, Continue. Well, listen, maybe maybe I'm taking too much of uh, too much of the spotlight. No, there, he's already
1: off. He's off camera. So
3: yeah, I, it's,
1: all, it's all you. I'm, uh,
3: yeah, I'm I'm a behind the scenes kind of guy, you know.
1: So uh, after Metallica, and you started working with Jag Panzer, yeah. and uh, of course they did those those two records with Azra, and then. Uh, uh, and they never really toured, did they? Did they? I don't remember them coming to LA much. No, There's I one.
3: I brought them down from Denver for a, a show, and I want to say in '86 <laughs> that we did uh, for muscular dystrophy. Um, but I mean, back in back in in that era, um, you had to have major label support, and um, you you know you had to be on a tour, or you had to be the opening band, or the third in. In, in in line to, uh, you know, bounce. And, you know, they, were, they weren't they were on a major label, so they weren't going to get the support. And well, they
1: should have. They I'm sure they got some offers or some interest because Jagd Panzer is an independent band in the early 80s. They had a huge underground following all over Europe and all the zines all over uh, the States. They were, you know, one of the major featured bands.
3: Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And college and
1: radio, yeah.
3: Amp, ample destruction, just the the whole the whole the songwriting and, and the performance on ample destruction still today um you know it holds water man it it's is it's, t- it's a I timeless the production, metal the production piece. was
1: a little rough
3: but uh, it was it was that,
1: all that we could afford man yeah yeah but, but know, the bu- I mean, musicianship was yeah phenomenal st- Stellar. And Harry's voice is just amazing
3: <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, he was he was named uh, we, we nicknamed him the tyrant oh so is that um,
1: where the band tyrant came from? from well Harry? see
3: originally the a lot of people don't know the backstory is that they were originally called tyrant and Larry uh, had uh, to... he had a, he had a tattoo um, on on his arm that said tyrant. Right. And so we renamed the band Jag Panzer with Dave Azra's help and, you know, Mark's the leader of the band. And, you know, of course they talk about it. They get the name, the band name. And then Harry, Harry goes, but dude, I've got this tyrant tattoo on my arm, you know? And I said, well, leave it on there, dude. And now that's your name. You're Harry the tyrant Conklin. <laughs> and there was a silence and it was like, Oh, hell yeah. That sounds great. You know? So just, right. you know, <laughs>
1: Don, would you shut up back there? You're making too much. Bob noise. says, "Shut the
2: fuck up! You're too loud."
1: <laughs> well, Leonard, where's, where's my pot pie? <laughs> get, get, Leonard, pot pie.
3: <laughs> Let's go back
1: to you, Leonard. Is, is, is
3: that two separate things, pot and pie, is what you're eating? Well, the, you, not you if you do it right. He's eaten uh, one of the two, I'll tell
1: you that. And it ain't pie. <laughs> it's sweet. Sweet cherry pie. Oh, I'm gonna some pie. He's got some edibles going in, it, in his <laughs> system there. So Leonard. Yeah, totally to, baked let's right talk, now. Let's Completely talk. baked. Are you?
2: Oh, I'm like
1: hallucinating. <laughs> 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 so Ooh. Doc, pre-eating. I don't even know who you guys are. On uh, the East Coast. What was your band called? You actually something sweet.
2: Murder something,
1: Sweet. Murder Sweet. <laughs> Murder and Sweet. You had a yeah. single out. Back yes, of the-
2: Murder Sweet, out of Milford, Connecticut. Uh, there you a go. very rare collectible. As a matter of fact, if you get your hands on that, grab a copy. They're like five hundred bucks on eBay, and I don't see a penny of it. <laughs> this is, is bullshit. Should you? <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, so Murder Fine. Sweet, great band, great. Did you
1: guys play out much back east? Yeah, yeah, we did a
2: lot of shows back in uh, the Connecticut area, you know, New York. We did New York. So we're, we're talking, talking early,
1: mid-80s. early mid eighties? Early
2: eighties, yeah, like wow. eighty, maybe eighty two, eighty-three-ish.
1: So back when you were like six years old. Yeah, was I was like, like nine. Back nine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, we did the Connecticut scene, we did New York, you know, all the heebie jeebies or whatever the fuck those clubs were called back then. Heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
1: You actually played there,
2: wow. Yeah, Lemores, remember Lemoirs?
1: <laughs> of course, yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 we did all that shit. And yeah, then, nice. uh, yeah, then I decided to, uh, you know, that cold fucking snow, hell, freezing temperature was no longer for me. There you go. You know, nice I was time. actually, this. a lot of people probably don't know this, not that anybody would care anyway, or <clears throat> who a lot of people even are, but my original plan, what? Speak, Michael,
3: speak.
2: <laughs> my, my original plan was to move to,
3: Andrews on ex- ecstasy. <laughs> no, I'm, I keep I keep dropping my drugs and I gotta find them in the carpet, man. You, God All right, man, dude. drug addict. I'm just, I'm like, dude,
2: it. We're gonna just start calling him dude. <laughs> Here, dude you go. look
1: like the dude. You are totally yeah, total, total dude. God, I'm just thinking of that now. What movie Absolutely. was that? a uh, uh, fucking um, what was it called? Uh like uh, Jesus Christ, how could I forget?
3: Come on, hey, dude, What movie were you talking? talking. <laughs> I was wasted. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, because, but the Great yes. Lebowski. The, the Lebowski. Yes, there the Big is. Lebowski. There we the, go. The Big Lebowski. That's the deal. Yes. Yeah, Lenny. I was. I told you. I. I was at, uh, going to the Meat men concert a few years back here in San yeah. Diego, and uh, uh, he 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 rides a bike, and I rode my bike in, and and just walked into the. Into the venue where the bar was, and there happened to be an empty seat right there. And he's like, Hey, dude, what's up? And I'm like, Are you calling me, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and sat next to him and shot the shit. And he bought me a few drinks and we hung out. And then, of course, the meat men came on stage and just fucking destroyed the venue. So, who are the yeah. meat men? Is who it- are the meat men? War of the Superbikes was uh, a track that I played in uh, the early 80s on radio all the time. Um, Okay. Uh Tesco V, I've got a bumper sticker on my truck right now. I don't know if Lenny's seen it or not, but it says Tesco V for president. He's the uh, lead singer and founder of the Meat Men. Um they're kind of a they they worship the band Venom and wow. ABBA and they're a punk rock, hardcore, uh hard rock band that um, I know the
1: Meat Puppets and I know the minute no,
3: Men, no, but I don't no, know no. the Meat uh, the Meat Men. No, way up there, way up there. Really, way, really,
1: way up there. really, Bob. You don't know the Meat Men? you? So you're you're fucking with me now, I take it? They... <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Was hey, it your band? No, they... no,
3: no. I no, I never no. heard. I don't no, think they no, have no, so, several albums out. Oh, um, the meat one of my favorite songs they do so is what? "Men Meet and Fire." Um, okay. I mean, they yeah. Zach, I hear Dawn laughing in the background, so I know something's so. up. Well listen listen yeah, to War of Listen to War of the Superbikes and they've got a little uh, okay, right? on Alford <laughs> in there something.
1: No, I'm watching TikTok.
2: She's watching TikTok.
3: Oh, Jesus.
2: The real housewives from Tell her to
1: get a goddamn life.
2: Where the fuck's my sandwich?
1: When <laughs> <laughs> you get a chicken pot pie, damn yeah. it? <laughs> Make yeah, yourself
2: yeah. useful. Yeah, yeah, do something, woman. Jesus. Rub my feet. <laughs> Check out
3: the Meat Man, man. Just all trust right, me. Check out the, the meat, meat Man. man. War Where of are they the, from? Super, War the Super Bikes? I want to say okay. they're from uh, like Ohio or somewhere. The, meat the Midwest, man. somewhere in the Midwest. Or, that would you know. make sense. Yeah. yeah. That yeah.
1: would make sense. I knew all the Orange County and local punk best. I grew up in Huntington, and I remember you know, all, my, all my friends I grew up with, Leonard knows, uh Pac Orlando, those guys baby see they were all old school punks. so they used to go to the cuckoo's nest and we'd go to the old metal arc uh uh, uh you know i'd go see i i never went to the cuckoo's nest i never got it they tried to drag me out there but i would take them to see metallica and slayer at the woodstock in the early days and uh you know but i did go see like the vandals and the dickies and bands like that but you know bad religion although channel three uh you know all those uh bands uh uh, back then, uh, yeah, that perfect. Was, you know, but I knew all the local stuff. I, I don't know. I'll, I'll check out the Meatmen. There you go.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, that I would religiously play the Meatmen and Raw Power, um, okay, on on every one of my uh, shows over on the weekends. So okay. check out another band from Italy called Raw Power. I've
1: heard of them. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Again, I guess you know, all
1: big Iggy Pop fans. I would uh,
3: assume. Well, it's um, yeah, that's how they got their name. But I mean, it's it's like. Uh, Taking that energy of uh, the Stooges and um, doing as much uh, methamphetamine as you possibly could in 24 hours, and then going into the studio. I mean, it's it, it's on 10. It's Iggy on 10.
1: Wow, that sounds yeah. like Leonard.
2: we going to Mex and eating as much <laughs> oh, X-Max <laughs> as you can.
1: Oh, <laughs> Mex. I do remember. Well, let's Mex. talk about the early uh, OC scene. What you remember about that thirsty one? Uh, well, I was actually, actually verbalize uh, about that. Some of I didn't even know.
2: Holidays. Orange County was a place
1: I hadn't. Oh, even you moved to, to L. A. LA. That's <laughs> right. When we first met, you were in L. A. Yeah, I was. I was we living in Hollywood. You. I was living in aud- Hollywood. Dream. We auditioned you through Mark. What was his name?
2: No, what, I think it was player. through. No, it's through Eddie
1: Metal. Eddie the Metal. The thing. But but we auditioned. No, Stone knew Mark. Oh, Stone knew Mark. Okay, not yeah, Mark. Welty. Yeah. Okay, Mark no, Welty. there was another guy that we uh auditioned on guitar. He didn't work out, but he said, check uh, this guy out, and he and he uh recommended you.
2: Are you sure? Because I think it was
1: Eddie Metal that recommended me. Oh, okay. Uh, Andrew's
2: tripping Metal. balls, man. Look at him. He's tripping yeah. balls. Is wow. wow.
0: <laughs> oh
2: yeah. yeah. yeah all right
1: there, Andrew. <laughs> Eddie Metal, who actually played with uh Kurt Eddie Metal didn't play Taylor. with anybody.
2: Eddie Metal was uh
1: No, he Eddie sang Met- with he sang with Kurt James because I saw them once. Who's was Steeler? He was a guitarist of S- Steeler for a while. Kurt he James replaced, Kurt he James replaced kicks ass. He's amazing. Kurt
3: James kicks ass. Yeah, he
1: replaced Ingve and Steeler, a Ron Keel's band, and then Eddie Metal had a band, was singing with him. Why they hired him, why he hired him, I don't know. But I do remember seeing them at the country club because Kurt James from playing with Steeler had kind of a name for himself. He's a hell of a guitar player. Yeah, amazing guitarist.
2: Yeah. Eddie Metal got me two of my best auditions you know, ever. He, uh, he auditioned for Eden and then called me up and said, hey, this band Eden's looking for a guitar player. Because I'll "Call this guy, his name's Bob. And of course, it was kind of cool because I had heard Eden on k I'm like, yeah, these guys rock, you know. And then uh, again, I didn't even know what Orange County was. I didn't know what an Orange County was. I was all about <laughs> Hollywood, yeah. and I, I showed France. up. To, I show yeah, I showed up in my for my audition for Eden with red leper skin spandex <laughs> underneath my holy game. jeans. And, we're like, and I thought they were going to kill me.
1: I thought they, I thought they were <laughs>
2: going to kill me, but I got the gig. So, and then
1: we got Mike Stone a few months. And that's like how I found out,
2: out what Orange County was because you got to drive yeah. to Orange
1: County. I'm like,
2: what the fuck is an Orange County? Where is that?
1: That's
2: I know how to I get do. to the Rainbow. Yeah. Is it near <laughs> the Rainbow?
1: <laughs> so you you had no clue when you moved to L.A. You you just came out on a whim. You didn't know anything about the area, pretty much, or you just heard about it, just stuff you
2: read. Well, I, I had visited uh, Los Angeles back in uh, way early eighty, like eighty one. I came mm-hmm. out. I had some family out here. So we just came out and visited, and I fell in love with palm trees and, and the beautiful weather and the ocean. I just kind of knew I'd eventually get out of here. But going back to where I almost didn't come here uh, before I moved to Hollywood, I was on my way to Nashville. Um, I was gung ho, ready to move to Nashville and play country music. Even back then. Yeah, yeah, because my my so roots
1: pre pre Lenny Creek. <laughs> this
2: is pre Lenny Creek.
1: Exactly. Way, way okay. too long.
2: So, I was on my way to, to Nashville, and I got a call from a buddy. He says, "No, you got to come to, you got to come to Hollywood."
1: But you were a rock and roll all the time. Were you actually into country then too, or was it? Uh- yeah, I grew up on
2: country music. I mean, I grew up on rock and roll. I grew up on metal. I love all music except for
3: that rap crap. <laughs> Not a fan.
2: Although Snoop Dogg, I can give him props. He's good.
3: Come on, you like Young Gravy. You know it. I young do.
2: Gravy. So anyway, I moved. I moved to Hollywood. So I moved to Hollywood, and then I was. I might have Eddie Metal. I think we were roommates for like a day or something. But I got the call. That's how I got the audition for Eden. So I joined Eden, and then cut to like 1989. Uh, Eden kind of was on a on a split. We were on a small break. Right. And I got a call from Eddie Metal again, and he said I just auditioned for Animal, which was Randy Piper's Randy Piper. yeah. after he left Wasp. He's like, yeah, they need a bass player. Here's the number. So of course, I called so, the number. So you
1: switched to bass because, of course, with Eden, you were you were primarily a guitar player. You played rhythm guitar.
2: Correct. I don't yes. know, let's go out my camera. It's fucked up. So yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I, I can I can play bass. I'm actually a much better bass player than I'm a guitar player, and I've been playing a lot of bass lately. I'm really digging on it.
0: Yeah.
2: Right on. Um So anyway, I, I I called up. I guess it was Randy's manager or whomever, and Pat Siciliano. Pat Siciliano. No, it was the other Pat first. Oh. Remember, remember. the other Pat?
1: Pat. Uh, I think I used to see him around. Yeah, there I were like two there. Pats. Yeah, okay. So anyway, I, they <laughs> sent me a tape and I went and
2: uh, I met Randy and showed up for the audition. It was kind of cool. when I walked in because there was Alex Nelson from Lizzie Borden on guitar. Right. You know, he's like, wow, that's fucking Lizzie Borden there. That's cool. Yeah, there's Randy Piper. All right. And uh, they hired me and off we went. So. Thank you, Eddie. The original
1: singer, singer was great. You know, I saw Randy Piper has, he was great. Has, has, he he had a rendition, I guess this would have been like 2000. Animal Back Together, and they play played Paladinos, and they were fucking great. They had a great, singer, man. kind of great. Halford type singer. He auditioned for
2: me, actor. remember?
1: The Halford kind of singer? Yeah, Tommy he auditioned was for me. a younger guy, not not Tommy Havoc.
2: No, no, way before that. Oh, what oh, the fuck was his name? Hey, he sang on most of the, the Animal stuff before we hired Tommy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sounded a lot like Blackie. Yeah, what the fuck was his name?
1: He auditioned. Uh, that, that's the guy I'm thinking. I'm thinking he got you the gig for Eden because he came in. And, no, the,
2: the singer, the other singer, Eddie
1: Metal, got me the gig. I okay, wish
2: fucking that's Eddie that's Metal good. would audition for, like, Maiden, you know? <laughs> because then he can call me and go, hey, Maiden needs someone to do wardrobe.
1: Would <laughs> you fix know, you your camera, God damn it! Are you no, okay, no, Andrew?
3: You look like no, you're man, tripping I'm, out, man. I'm Andrew's <laughs> tripping balls. Are you? I've had a few
1: beers. <laughs> oh, all right. It's all good, man. You need to adjust yeah. your hair? Dude, you are totally the dude. You oh, are man. totally the, the big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. So that's how yeah. I found
2: out about Orange County. Moved to Orange County and went to all the fun clubs
1: with Bobo, Yeah. Sugars. Oh, you're well, that was a bar. But uh <laughs> yes. you were you were you didn't come oh, by the time you got here, yeah. ladies, so Woodstock and Radio City, Concert Factory, all those were closed, right? Yeah, so that was, we had uh, well, Jezebel's, well,
0: KNAC was
1: in a heart, uh, yeah, was in a uh, full force, man. We had the K&AC nights at the faces. Mm-hmm. Remember faces? Mm-hmm. uh at red onion Shook your face at, at the, the door yeah
2: and you remember uh, uh, the bowling alley had uh that's right there was, remember it was the like metal night or something or what was it that uh, is had where had i learned about gin bloody marys there you go the garden grove yeah. bowling alley oh was
1: that was that like a candy c night they did? yeah remember one?
2: they had candy c night like friday nights, or friday uh, they, nights they had
1: candy c nights everywhere. everywhere at uh uh oscars or whatever or yeah. on, they had a uh, uh, so I think it was red onions.
2: I think it was Those Stone and good. I were sitting at the bar, like after the third or fourth week of K&AC night, and uh, the Bloody Marys were like the best we've ever had ever.
1: So Even like, better I, than at the Acacia Room, they're pretty, yes, pretty good. at the Acacia Room, yes, close. <laughs> so I asked the the, that was bar- the happy hour place, the Acacia Room. We'll get
2: to that story next. <laughs> but I asked the, the barmaid lady, you know, I don't know what you're supposed to call them today, bartender, whatever. Mm-hmm. The chick behind the bar, bar hoe. Said, the bar hoe. I said, why are your bloodies so much better than everyone else's? She said, I use gin.
1: There
2: you go. That was so it. remember I, that. I never went back.
1: Bloody Mary's
2: gin. Bloody Mary. You will not be disappointed.
1: In fact, when we were at where we met with our good friend Doris at the uh, Lake Elsinore Casino, we requested gin, right. gin Bloody Mary's. And I yeah. do agree. In land, we, yes. we trust. Tasty, yes. I am a gin man. I do love the gin and the Tangerine and tonic.
2: So I can't well, drink I can many step. gin though. It doesn't like really? me. It's I have a, 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 I have a, two, a tonic. two drink gin. I
1: like it because it's light. You know, it's a good. It's a light buzz. burst. For a oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's, That's fun. fun. Well, you can it's tell by Andrew. You must have had. That he's beer had beer a, a, he's had a
3: fifty gin. Alcohol, alcohol is alcohol.
1: What are you drinking
3: tonight, Andrew? Uh, a few uh, very dark, high-alcohol content stouts. Interesting. All right. Yes. And yeah. a big,
1: fat Bob
3: Marley dube. Uh, yeah. A couple of edibles, and I think we're good to go.
2: <laughs> I know. I'm baked. I took my like. on. Doesn't even work. She's at right now. She thinks we're on a cruise ship. <laughs>
1: she, thinks a, she thinks we're in a movie right now. Oh, man. So, dude, remember the parties, of course, at the studio, the Eden Studio? Uh, we did, toward the end, we had those those killer uh, parties. And we uh, did. Armored Saint played. Armored Saint did a show. The MX did Machine did a Armored couple shows. The MX Machine, uh, what a great band. Oh, I man, that was remember that
2: I was told good. you the story about how I first discovered Armored Saint? I had I just moved know. to, it was just when I moved to California, and... I was actually living in Hawthorne, about places, and there was some. Where I was,
1: that's where I grew up in Hawthorne, dude. Yeah,
2: right there, one hundred twentieth and uh,
1: Hawthorne I was one thirty-second street in Hawthorne Boulevard. My You're friend, my homie. goddamn right, don't fuck with me. It's my hood. <laughs> but, yeah, there you go. <laughs> See, we're the real old school Hawthorne people. Go ahead, there thirsty one. Talk about. So that. I ended
2: up going to this concert on the beach and uh, this band came on that absolutely blew my mind. Never on heard of On the beach? I think it was on the beach or some park somewhere. I don't know. It was a long time ago. Not
1: the one at Cerritos.
2: It's the one that had the side gate. Remember we talked, and I went up to the gate right on the side of the – might have been Cerritos, yeah.
1: Was that where Dave Pritchard's amp got caught, caught on fire? Sure. You would remember that. <laughs> that but anyway, I'm watching,
2: this, I'm watching this band, and I was just absolutely floored. And it was Armored Saint. I'd never heard of them, saw them, and I was I was in awe. It was a it was a cool experience for me. Yeah.
3: Was Linny so, Lenny, was that pre costume era?
2: I that think so. I think do so. Do it? it was yeah, probably 1985 yeah. ish.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were there. That was yeah. after March of the Saint. So yeah, right. it, it, so do it, it was great.
2: And then you know later on, you know, playing in Eden and getting to meet all those guys. Great bunch of guys. Yeah uh their new album's amazing man when i met dave pritchard he was one of the nicest cats i've ever met you know and i was a little starstruck i didn't you know i was fresh off the farm from uh, the east coast and kind of thrown in with you know a lot of different people and musicians and uh just a normal guy
3: and just really dave, really cool yeah he was a cool cat man yeah he was, was a good cool. dude. Yeah. as all the guys
2: were i'm not taking anything with anybody else but it just really yeah, stood nice. out to me as, as a guitar player you know Who had just joined in. He had a
1: great stage presence. He he was a rock star. Totally. Yeah, here's this icon. looks so cool. Yeah. Yeah, here's this
2: icon, Dave Pritchard, the guitar
1: player for Saint. And and we're hanging out, having a beer, and we went out for a cheeseburger or something. (laughs) (laughs) Cheeseburger or strip joint. I can't remember. So, Andrew, talk about some of the Texas bands. Of course, there's Rigor Mortis, which was actually just before Pantera. I remember uh, Rigor Mortis, they signed to Capitol and they were supposed to have a big buzz. They didn't really. uh, uh, take off or anything but they were um, uh Texas uh were they Dallas or they yeah. were Dallas right yeah. Oh yeah and of yep. course the Texas Slayer. We'll talk about the scene in 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 uh Texas and Dallas some of the bands uh
3: Well it was um I mean you pretty much nailed them all right there you had uh, <laughs> you had all Pantera, 3 you know, Pantera Boss Tweed and and uh um, oh, Hellstar you know,
1: right Hell Hellstar well, they were, were they Texas Yeah Jan-
3: James Rivera, I got to tell you, man, yes. he's one of the most underrated vocalists uh, in metal and yeah. a super nice guy, but they're out of San Antonio. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, they just released a new single four or five days ago that really kills. Right on. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's great output. And um, uh, his I'm trying to remember what his uh, name was on the first album. But interesting story on that when I when I talked to James because I've promoted Hellstar several times and then also his other project which is uh, Judas Bloody Judas. Have okay. you heard of that band? No. Uh, oh yeah, it's it's uh, all Are they Dio a priest era. Tribute? Yeah, it's okay. a, it's a Priest tribute and a Black Sabbath tribute, and he does oh, all okay. the uh, Dio era. So Hence you know the, he's he's kind of like the,
1: Bloody Sabbath was Aussie uh, era. Why right? he should have called it uh judas mob rules judas or something well yeah you know,
3: the, <laughs> you know doesn't roll right. off the tone. stupid it's, joke it's all right go ahead <laughs> but um on the on the first album he didn't put his his real name as james rivera on, on the first hellstar album if you look on the back on the credits and you look at the yeah. at the vocalist and it's a very anglo sounding name and it um, it escapes me right now i'll have to go pull the record out but um Hold on a second. Um,
1: Stay right there. Let me wait. Look at that kind, kind of kind of a lookalike there. He's another big <laughs> hey, kind yeah. of guy. Yeah, a little bit, huh? Andrew there and Chris is. Holmes. Any relationship there, huh? I'm just <laughs> Look at
3: birth.
0: There <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right, continue there, Andrew. But yeah, it, it, interesting story. I talked to James about that, and he said, "Hey, you know, there was just the stigma at that time." Um, that you know i had i was hispanic and I didn't want to have any negative connotations um attached to the album and I'm standing there you know just listening him you know come come clean and tell me all this and i'm just my mind is blown that you know he he felt that that was important at that time to help get the band some success
1: well you know um, uh, interesting enough uh, the first armored saint ep Phil sanders all went by Phil Sands,
3: and go. Gonzo
1: just went by Gonzo. So right. they didn't—they didn't want it to be, you know. Right, as, I, I guess you know two is bad, but a lot of people use different names. Were'n't you going to go by Spicoli or your what? What's your what's your real <laughs> what was your real name? There, thirsty Spickle, or your Stop. Italian name, <clears throat> Madonna, <laughs> Madonna. It was, it was not Spicoli, Jeff Spicoli. or was it Spicoli? Spicoli. Spizelli. Spizelli. Yeah. Is that true? That is true. It's, okay, and you were thinking true. about going by that. And of course, Rick Croco. See, I think I did. Going by I, one, Rick Scott.
2: In one magazine, it did say Lenny Spicoli or something. So Spinzelli <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, something fucked up. But
1: I remember Rick, Rick, we changed. I, I think a lot of people do it for simplicity Rico. about that kind of rock star name. Yeah. He went by Rick Scott on the album, his middle name.
2: Who so, wants to be known as Leonard Spickle? <laughs> you do, of course. You do.
1: <laughs> That's a kick-ass it's, name, Spickle. It's
2: it's like pickle,
1: pickle. It is. It's
2: it's
1: spickle. Suck my
2: spickle. Squeaky. Suck my <laughs> spickle. Just, if you just, look real close to the name and you just move the S over, it's Lenny's
1: pickle. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. <laughs> all right. All right. We're, God damn, we're about almost an hour. No, we're an hour in already. I don't even know. we got to be
2: somewhere, Bobo. We're just getting nope, started.
1: No, nope, oh, no. Nope. We're an hour and five minutes in. Do you guys want to take a piss break? I suppose you could, might need to, or just take one of you guys do it so we can continue Do you need, a, do you need to get another beer, Bobo? Um, I could, but I don't know how to pause this thing. So I don't know if You're we could actually retarded. do the pause. Once we, I'd have to end the broadcast and restart it, and I
2: no, it's
1: more it. Yeah. Anyway, you, well, you know what? Let's you let's, can edit, let's, edit this.
2: Just hit stop cam, and then it'll keep rolling. But you're now, not there. We can all take a well, shit.
1: Dude, go take, go take your piss if you need to, hey, or go puke or do whatever you have to do. Oh, go show show your face, Donster. There she is. <laughs> now this girl just it's so, so you know, she was one of the original Crave Sisters. A lot of people have been inquiring about the Crave Sisters. Oh, gee. People made are talking very,
2: about Crave Sisters.
1: Made very famous by August Red Moon. <laughs> <laughs> staked on the first Red Moon EP. One of the originals. Hardcore. We're talking about right. old school.
3: The drums. Drumster. Drums of war. I love drums of war. That was their most recent record. That was oh good record. my god. Yeah, it's like great, a throwback to the album. new wave of British that? heavy metal. Yes, it's it was. Just, huh? It's an yeah. amazing, excellent album. Drums of War is yeah. an excellent album. Yeah, yeah that album. whole album is great. We're yeah, talking about the last is.
1: the last uh August yeah. Red Moon album. Yeah. yeah. Really good album. And now I've disappeared again on this. Why do I keep or is that just my You're, computer? We see you. Yeah, great album. That was uh the reformation of August Red Moon Drum. Drums of War. If you want uh, want to check oh, yeah. it out, you could get it out on uh, uh, what all those sides, Bandcamp and uh, uh, you know, uh, Amazon. Is that Lisa? And,
2: uh, Where's Lisa? Highly recommended. Bring out Lisa. the Lisa. Uh-oh. Break out the cracking.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: She's making you do. Well, listen.
1: I, I no, think we're going to go I, ahead and end, end this up unless there's anything else interesting you guys want to end say. It. We didn't really talk about. Well we were going to talk about the Orange County scene. So yeah, let's, let's talk some more.
2: All yeah, right, we got a whole
1: other hour ahead, ahead of, of us. Enough. Well, that we could, could actually go We could actually go as long as we want, as long as uh you know people exactly. are entertained. There you go. I just go take right, a we'll piss. Ta- go take your piss. I'll talk to Andrew. He's more interesting All anyway. Right. Go piss. I know. <laughs> See, how did you make yourself disappear like yeah. that? Stop cam. Yeah.
3: Oh, leaf. stop leave. cam.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew, talk, uh, oh, yep, there it goes. Yeah, yeah that works.
3: <laughs> you just hit
1: stop, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's it. It works. Wow. See, I'm learning. I'm, I'm still learning how to work this thing. So, uh, t- t- talk a little bit. So, did you how how long did your relationship with Metallica go after, say, after the Kill 'Em All for One tour, after
3: Raven? Yeah, that that was pretty much it, and they were off and running, and you know, I I went in my own direction, and. Um... You know, that's just up with Jack a small. Hanser, obviously. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, those guys are my homies, and they. Now, were you, you still know.
1: living in Texas during this time in the early um, '80s, or when did you move to LA or Orange
3: County? Always, always bouncing between uh, Denver, Dallas, and uh, Southern California, and wow. just you know, I'd have to get a you know a timeline put together. It all kind of runs together after all these years, but. Uh, right on. Yeah. So
1: very cool. I dude, I'm sure we ran into each other, especially if you you know were hanging out with Slagle and then back then. Uh those old country club shows, Oz Records.
3: Remember the record store worked at?
1: I, I never
3: made it there. I mean, like I okay. say, we were here very for funny. we were here in LA for three weeks during that time. So yeah, I never never made it, never made it there. But you know, Brian, Brian was way cool. And even recently, you know, years can go by without right. talking to somebody. And you pick up the phone and you give someone a ring. And uh, in this community, everybody is just really supportive Absolutely. and responsive. And you know, Brian's got always
1: it. been great. Brian's a fan. I mean, he might be like he's, this, you know, he's record company mogul, yeah. but he's we've had him on the podcast several
3: times. Uh, well, we Brian. we he put together on. we put together a Metal Massacre tour of, of the West Coast. Did. And and um, I called Brian and I said, Brian, hey, it just happens that all these bands were putting together to do a run on the West Coast, you know, bitch and a few others, uh, you know, malice. And it just happens. They're all metal blade. Can we can we promote it with posters and make T-shirts using metal blade? And he's like, yeah, no problem. I mean, there was there was like no, you know, no hurdles to jump. And what year was this? Eighty? Uh, no, no. This was oh, 2000. Okay. Oh, yeah, two thousand.
1: Oh, okay. When they got back, when Malice got back to Jay, oh, wasn't yeah. was Jay back in the band then? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was 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 this before this is before Mick had passed? Then Mick saying Correct. Right. Yeah. Because right. I saw them. They did a show with Heretic. Was that part of it? That was maybe that was, was the Metal Masker tour. Maybe that maybe Bitch was on that bill too. I don't recall. Yeah. Maybe, you know yeah. what? I think I, I saw them at a really cool Orange County club. Um, what the, they did the heavy metal, uh, uh, the metal night there. The, um, come on, what, what's that club uh, uh, in, in in Costa Mesa? I think.
3: Uh, Malones. 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 Okay, yeah. 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 Malones. Yeah. Hey, thumbs up and That was a great thumbs show. Thumbs up to Eddie, man. Eddie's That's Eddie. That's it, Eddie. Yeah. The place is still around. around. The huh? House of it's Metal, down, yeah. House of, Eddie's House of Metal. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, they Shout would be out.
1: doing they would be doing killer shows right now because right around Nam time during that yeah. weekend they would always. I saw Uli Roth there, and they they would always coincide something with with Nam. Yeah, yeah. No, he's did a great guy, Eddie.
3: Yes, Eddie from House of Metal. Did you ever uh, experience the XG guitar tour, the Extreme Guitar Tour? I did not. With, was
1: that with Uli and Inge?
3: Yeah. That yeah. I was. I was the. Uh, well, I was the inst- the main instigator behind all that. My brother, my brother, Ted and I, we did all the financing um, for that tour. Really? And it was a 20, 24 or 26 city tour. And um, yeah, wow. Dean Sweat was, uh, was our booking agent. And, and um, uh, yeah, Jeff Agans was, uh, he, he ran merchandise uh, back for uh, back in the rainbow days and, and is a good friend of Uli's and we all kind of came together, the three of us and, when you Put say rainbow, and, Richie um, Blackmore's
1: Rainbow days, or oh yeah, the rainbow, yeah, oh, wow, yeah, okay, yeah, oh, man.
3: And um, you know, Craig uh, Craig Goldie lives here in San Diego, and okay. um, you know, I've I've done some work with him in the past, and um, you know, it it, it Mike all. Mike Stone it all... sang
1: with Craig Goldie for a while. Did you did you know Mike Stone at all? Eden's old singer from Queensrÿche. He did. He an album Craig Goldie
2: just, had sex with my girlfriend.
1: <laughs> ritual right, his girlfriend one of the two. <laughs> was that ritual? Was that the band? Uh, yeah, ritual. He was uh he sang with him and David Eisley, I think did some vocals uh with them there but uh anyway, yeah, Craig Goldie.
3: Yeah, we had uh, I think another underrated Vinnie. guitar player, Craig Goldie. Oh, yeah, right. you, know, you know what was what was amazing on this tour is we put together we put together Craig um we put together a band that would be like an opening band for Vinnie Moore and then Vinnie opened up okay. for Uli. And so between Craig and I we bounced around names and we and we came up with a name of Black Knight Rising. Black Knights. Black Knights Rising. We made the t-shirts, okay. we had the merch and and uh it turned out to be on every night of the show everyone after the shows would say, "Wow, two things. One is I came to watch all these, you know, Vinnie Moore and Uli shred it up. I had no idea that Craig Goldie was going to rip it up the way he did, and they were actually the 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 the, the sentimental favorites of everybody, uh, even though they were you know third third on the bill, um, sure. because they played all the songs that uh, you know Dio did, and and um, you know well, you, that- had, you had. Vinny Apice on drums, and I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, you you've got the guitarist for Dio and the drummer for Dio, and they and they just killed it, man. They oh, just so this was, uh, this was this uh, was the Dio uh, last in, or the Dio disciples before that, before that. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, wow. and um, uh, it was it was just an amazing tour and mm-hmm. uh, very successful that. and um. Yeah, I, I was going to get to another point, but now I'm spacing out. But. <laughs>
1: well, I do remember one of Dio's, uh, well, I wouldn't say his last tours, but I remember Anthrax opened with yeah. John Bush. So yeah. it was like yeah. mid to late 90s by then. mid uh, uh, It was before, um, it might have been, uh, well, it might have been uh, uh, The Threat is Real, Volume 8, uh, wh- whatever tour it was, or the one after, I think it was. One of Anthrax's last tours, I think, with Bush. Uh, but Dio did. Uh, Craig Goldie was in the band, and they were doing Stargazer. I mean, they went yeah. through some of the old classics, and Craig just—I mean, because he's a huge Blackmore fan, obviously—and he just oh, yeah. fucking nailed it, man. Oh yeah, greatest yeah. song ever, you know. But yeah, they we, did uh, a lot of a lot of old classics, from you know Heaven and Hell to uh, you know Neon Knights to Die Young to you know all these old classics. I don't know if they—they they might have even done Gates of Babylon. I think so. It was—it was a great all the
3: good song. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we we even did. Tell a, Don
1: uh, to shut the fuck up.
3: <laughs>
2: Don, shut the fuck up. Your real housewives is trickling over to our podcast. Sorry, the real <laughs> she she's sorry. She won't do it anymore.
1: <laughs> you got to slap make, her around sometimes. Yeah, we, she's, uh, making,
2: she's making me toast.
3: We did a tribute um, show for Craig Goldie, where um, it would paid paid homage to to Craig, um, but he had to do all the work. Um, and it was basically all the band members, all, all the bands that he played in, starting with his very first band here in San Diego. And uh, went, it was kind of like a retrospective of, of you know, uh, all the bands that he was in and all the well, band members came club, on right? stage and played with him. And we even had, uh, what, three members from Jafria come in and flew them in. And it was it was a one off show, uh, never to be repeated or seen again. And it was uh, it was a great uh, great evening of music, man. And it was all built uh, around Craig. And it was all about his history and his um, wow. his career. Now he played, he was one of the original guys in Rough Cut, right? From uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We had guys from San Rough Cut Diego. come out right. and Jafria and his first band in San Diego. The name evades me at this moment. Um, I'd have to get the flyer, the poster. Um, but yeah, it was it was amazing, man. It you talk about a lot of hard work to put together a two and a half hour show yeah. based around all your bands and all the set changes and make, you got two sets of drums on the stage. And you, it's, it's just, uh, it, it was, you know, one, one performance after another and one band after another. And Craig, Craig's a true, true professional, uh, super nice guy. And uh, man, I, that was one show that I wish we could tour and, and, and bring to the fans. It was, really amazing but it, it's just cost prohibitive you know to have sure. rough cut jafria and all of his bands and dio and you know it's just uh, it, i mean uh, you'd have 30 guys touring you know
1: what's he doing well i guess not doing much now but is the dio disciples still is he still doing that uh the deal disciples thing is that. I still- haven't talked
3: to Craig in a couple of years, and on, you know it's it's like this last year has just been a vacation for everybody. No one's doing anything. Yeah, and-
1: well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. Well, Thursday one, since you know this was supposed to be like as we said. Yeah, was, let's get back to the, it was, the it was '80s. To be the Orange County metal scene in the '80s. So <laughs> continue on, thirstmeister. Metal. Now you could get back to your drug trip, there, Andrew. You could start floating around. Well, the,
3: at the room, yeah, actually, yeah. I need to. I need to go uh, take my trip. Okay, and I'll, be, do, do I'll, I'll do let it. you guys talk for a while. Now,
1: is this a, an acid trip you're taking? I think so. <laughs> I met Andrew. Oh, Andrew
3: was the back. promoter. What?
2: Andrew promoted the Snoo Zebra show. In oh, you did? Yeah. Snoo yeah.
1: played with, wow, yeah, play with Zebra? Yeah, we played with Zebra. Zebra was still around. Okay. I guess, yeah. Same <laughs> band? Same three <laughs> guys? I think so. Yes,
3: wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: He sounded yeah. really good. It was
2: It was a yeah. fun night. We had a lot of fun that night. Okay.
3: Snoo and zebra. Interesting,
1: right? interesting. Okay, yeah. go take your piss, Andrew.
3: <laughs> if I'm not back in a while, you know why. Yeah. Okay. No,
2: we don't. We don't want to know why.
1: <laughs> Thirstmeister.
2: Babo. Here we are. Yeah.
1: Andrew, it's always good to talk to you, man. This ended up being a really good. I'm glad you called up Andrew. I L- I told you Andrew and I... you would get along. You guys
2: could yeah. go on for hours about all that garbage. Yes.
1: Interesting. Well, you know, we we play I talked again. Uh, are you are you back, Andrew?
2: No, he's banging his brother or something. Oh. in that weird bed. Remember that bed he kept showing? Oh, now he's showing <laughs> up his microphone.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good oh, shit. Jesus. But, right, so you know, what the
1: fuck are we talking fun. about? We were, came in last minute. Well, we we're talking about the Orange County scene, the Eden parties at uh, the end yeah, of so the theater, parties yeah. we had, which were just that was fucking insane. All the cops that showed up, and we had like eight hundred people in our little rehearsal room, like eight like. The whole parking lot there was an industrial parking lot in Garden Grove, Joy Street. That's right, man, yeah, even, some even great, great memories there.
2: I think I, almost got to remember that. That. I remember I got chased around the building. I, by I
1: it. Remember I some remember some chick. What was that? Was that? Some chick was trying to stab you. Yeah, and then yeah, the cops yeah, were, know, were coming in. A bunch of cops came. This is back when the guard. I mean, they weren't like Huntington Beach police. Like or- well, most Orange were. County police. Well, you know. Well, you know. Orange <laughs> County Pol- or Huntington Beach police you don't want to fuck with. But these Garden Grove cops, they were coming around and they, they were. Was with well, that they're like the one guy's like, Hey, what are you? You're having another party. What are you? And I'm like, No, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm asking about the party, I go, it got out of hand, which it did. Word just got out and there was like eight hundred people. We invited like hundred. And I said, Hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He's like, shut up. You're having another one next weekend, right? <laughs> And I'm like, no, I'm sorry, Officer Wood. You go shut up. When you have one next weekend, here's my card. You man. call me this week, let me know. I want to make sure I take the day off. So like, man, hard you hard got hard. some you got some fine looking women here. I'm like, okay, sure. And I remember Dark Angel was supposed to do the one weekend after that. Uh, but then at the end, like more cops showed up and they oh you remember they opened up the back door yeah. and we had that loft and it was like bellowing. We had like about you know, hundred people on that loft, and just and everyone yelling. And they open up, and everyone's like, "Yeah!" And he's like, "Holy fuck! You got to close <laughs> this shit down now." Yeah, I remember we got those kegs of beer. Our our buddy, we'll just say is by the name of James, he worked at for the Pacific Amphitheater Ogden that did all the uh, uh, the concessions, all the beer and everything. He was like the main guy. He goes, "Don't worry, I'll be able to get you guys kegs." And we it were like partners weird. on it. We said it was like 10 bucks to get in or whatever, $10 donation. So, uh, you know, uh, and I remember me, I don't know if you were with it, but Jeff Hall took his pickup and he went over to, and it was an Elton John show at Pacific Amphitheater. And James just came in, went to the thing during the whole concert, waving everyone, grabs a couple of kegs, like three or four kegs, big giant boxes of wine. We made these wine coolers and yeah, they just put them into Jeff's truck and just like freaking out, like holy shit. And we just brought the kegs and we had the jockey boxes, you know, with, with yeah. ice and everything. I mean, it was it was a well really well done party, man. And the kids dude,
2: today they well, just man.
1: don't party like we do. They used don't to, know, man. They don't know what don't rock know. and roll is. Dude, we, Everyone, everyone was was so Oh, there you go. Pile driver. Yes, I do. I remember that album. I totally remember that album cover. Yep. That album was a
2: spoof. He did that as a joke. And it was such a big hit. He did another one.
1: I know that. Andrew told me that. Wow.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, it was supposed to be a mockery of extreme metal at yeah. that time. I totally. And uh, were they Texas band? I thought That's... they were East Coast. Let oh, me look okay. at the notes here. Oh, maybe... uh, New York City. Yeah. Okay. Um, HME Records, New York City, 1985. That's heavy metal records so,
1: uh, from England, that British, uh, uh that's, no, it says it H- H-M-E. HME
3: records, 250 West 57th street, uh, New York, New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought they were an East coast band.
1: Nice. All right. What know. year was that? Early eighties, mid eighties?
3: 80. This came out in 85. Okay. And it was so well received by all the metal heads and, uh, you know, do another one, and he's like, "Man, this was supposed to be just a one-off goof spoof on metal." And he he did one in '86, and a few wow. after that. And but Wild yeah, driver. this this is this is a great album, man. I Again, love. It. Not to, yes, speak. Knock to what you first? What you talking to me? You talking to me? You
2: talking to me?
1: No, you said. You Bobo. Talking
2: to me? <laughs> yeah, what, you what? said something about something. I, I was going to say the best after parties were the. After the Eden concert, after parties at the studio. The what oh, after parties? After an Eden show, we go back to the oh, studio. Oh, at the studio oh, parties.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We want to talk about a good time. That was yeah, some some crazy times then, absolutely. <laughs> we had our own studio for those that don't know. It was like a 1,200, 1,500 square foot studio in uh, Industrial Area, Garden Grove. and it was like back then, anything goes. We had all the neighbors there had industrial shops, and they would all come join us after. And it was like, you know. And the, I think that only that party was the only time the cops actually came. And it was literally because we went to that 7 Eleven around the corner. And on those sure. side streets, there was like a traffic jam on Garden Timber. Grove Boulevard and then the side streets. It, <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> well, what the hell's going on with Andrew?
2: I pulled a stinky pair of pantyhose out of the couch. The, in the
3: blast. I think are you rain- all
1: right, Andrew? I, are you alive? I,
3: I am Rick Rick right was- here, man. All right.
1: What I the hell Rick- is a beast?
3: Here's another great album from 1985. The Beast has arrived.
1: Okay, are we going to go through your
3: whole record collection now, Andrew? Absolutely, dude. <laughs> this this one here has got better a song play called some Mac- McDonald's Man. And it's uh, the lyrics go something like, I got shot in the back for a Big Mac attack. And it's a song about the uh, massacre uh, at McDonald's yeah, here in I remember that. Yeah. Okay. San Diego band,
1: huh? The Beast.
3: No, no. I think these guys are East Coast also.
1: Okay. Honey, you make me a cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that great? Look at the donster. Always here to help. It's a good woman. Can you make me a cocktail too? Can you make me a Bloody Mary with gin? Yeah. Send it over here. (laughs) And some toast. (laughs) And some toast (laughs) with a little bit of peanut butter on it.
2: Make me a vodka drink and some toast.
1: <laughs> dinner That's time. For dinner. They call that the uh yeah. the Lake Elsinore extravagant dinner there. We're at the lake bar right now. Bloody, the bloody, bloody, bloody lake, lake bar.
2: So Bobo, <laughs> you know, when you and I originally
1: talked this evening about this podcast, you really yes. had an agenda. Well, I just said we'll talk let's, about cuz we talked let's about get it. Okay, Let's get into it. Okay, get into it, dude. Let's, let's, I, what you know, did I say? I said it's your call. It's let your the truth show.
2: be it's told. The
1: thirsty Spickle Show. I think Bobo needs to put up a picture of him back
2: in the day because he was one sexy man. This guy used to be tang they, more, seen, the more the band.
1: Bobo got more
2: ass than the band did. It seen was man-ass, but it was
1: more ass. They seen the mullet pictures, and uh, <laughs> I think Leonard was definitely the womanizer. Of Eden. Well, between you and Rick, yeah, it, it was is. pretty close. I had the game. I, I had nothing. But Leonard Swickle.
2: Yeah, no, know. they're on the, the left side of the fridge.
1: Yeah, Don didn't hear
0: them.
1: that, did she? Oh Don, Don mm-hmm. knows all about your past, Leonard. Right, Don? Sure. He can't hear with the headphones. Uh, what <laughs> were you talking about? What happened? Nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> what were you saying, Andrew?
3: <laughs> I can't top that. <laughs> I
1: know. We're talking want to about. talk about s- some of those crazy times. You know what was a great? Okay, we got show some was that uh, that Roxy show. I was, you know what? We should, I should throw that on YouTube or someone put that up on YouTube. We got that on DVD. That last Eden Eden show owner. with the Roxy, yeah, Eden and Odin, Eden and Yeah, that, that was. was I watched the uh, the other day. I, uh, parts of it was like, fuck, that was a kick ass show. And sure the I'm other right. one was the year reunion at Jezebel's. Remember that? I don't that remember a that. drunken best. Oh, you are. I do. I don't that.
2: remember that. I saw the video, so I know I was there.
1: I remember that. that chick. What was the shot girl from Jezebel's? Nikki. Which one? She was like <laughs> throwing you around like a rag doll or something because you kept interrupting her birthday song. You guys were all singing "Happy Birthday." Remember I think that? I brought a date
2: to that, that show, and then something happened backstage without the date. Well, that was another and then thing. Then there was the after party.
1: Was trying and Then, to then there was a mattress
2: involved that flew across the room.
1: I do remember that we had, a, we had the we had the hotel in mm-hmm. uh, on Chapman, one of the uh, uh, the Hilton Suites or something. But I do remember they. It was a John Johnny Schultz who did Jezebels. He was notorious, and and God bless you, Johnny. I know he passed away a few years ago. Uh, it was the Schultz family that ran that place. And he would always have, like, six bands on the bill and have all these opening bands. And Eden was a, a big band. We, he supposedly, they said, there was almost as many people as when Metallica and Metal Church did a show. It was, like, overpacked. Eden had broke up. It was a year reunion with you. And Rick didn't play that, so Mike Stone was.
2: No. Mike Stone uh, sang and played guitar. Yeah, Mike
1: yeah. Stone sang and played guitar. And I just remember that he said... Uh, you know, Tom Mastery was the DJ there. This is when they had a lot live DJs there, and she was great. And got, God bless Tom as well. She uh, was announcing the show, and she goes, "Bob, it's already almost one o'clock in the morning. They had like five bands before us. People are getting antsy, yelling Eden, and getting pissed." She goes, "We're doing. They're doing Joe booked a fashion
0: show.
1: <laughs> Remember that?" Yeah. And we're like, "What the?" Fuck! And we're seeing all these guys, and it was one of those hair Hollywood hair things, and they all had hair out to here. It was some kind of a local Hollywood, like um, what were those Hollywood sluts or one of those stores? They were doing a batch. I said, "You got to be fucking kidding!" And we're always we didn't care. The band broke. it. This was a year of reunion, and of course the band's getting all pissed at me. You gotta dude, you got to say, Go what say something. You got to say something. What? I never said anything. I didn't give a fuck. And, no, you did. But the others watched the fashion and said, show. Oh, and then I said, let me do something. I, so I spoke with Ton, and Ton Mastery was the fucking coolest. So I said, look, this is what you're going to do. So, and she goes, okay, this sounds Not like a life. gangster. <laughs> so me and Jeff Hall, I arranged with him. Ton Mastery did the fashion show. Everyone's booing <laughs> and throwing shit on stage, and all these posers are coming up. And then she goes, for the finale, blah, 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 says something, you know, Bob and Jeff. And we came out in our underwear. You know, going around like this and acting like we're, you know, fucking each other, and doing yeah. that. and the crowd just roars, comes to the uproar, and all the people at the fashion show got so pissed. I don't know if they even got paid that day. And of course, Johnny was kind of pissed, but he was. Was laughing. that the same show? That, that was the same show. You were so wasted. It was right before Eden came on. Jeff, Jeff Hall and I like jumped on stage and the crowd, and that got the crowd going. And then we got Eden on right, right after that. But. God, Todd Bastian was great. She, you know, she did it for us, and uh, well, re- us and now it was the awesome. one thing I do remember. They
2: they had to build the stage bigger. They did a stage extension or something. They had a construction crew come in and build the stage bigger. You and fell of course, off, didn't you? Yeah, on my side of the yeah. stage, there was like this twelve by twelve hole right in the middle of the stage. So in my drunken stupor, I kept thinking, "Don't step in the hole! Don't step in the hole!" And sure enough, I went right into the hole. and did a backflip. And I was using Alex's, Alex had like this brand new Samson wireless system or something. It was like a few grand and it fucking exploded. And his brand new Jackson guitar from his endorsement I was playing, that fucking broke.
1: (laughs) Dude, we had to stand you up half the show. I know. uh, Pat Redding or one of the roadies had to stand you up because you kept falling over.
2: I I don't remember playing that show. I remember little (laughs) bits and pieces. I saw the video. It was pretty cool. Uh,
1: It was was a fun video, especially when – uh Nicky threw you around like a rag doll.
2: <laughs> well, you know Bobo, that night at the Hilton.
1: Yes. Do you
2: know who I spent the night with on the floor?
1: Hold on, my. My. Uh, go ahead.
2: You know who I spent the my, night uh, with that night at the Hilton. Headphones.
1: At the Hilton suite. The Donster. The Donster, the Don-ster. The Don-ster right?
2: What? Yes.
1: That was the the beginning. Oh, look at that. Leonard Spazzali. Like that. that was the uh, that was the beginning so that, no, like that was 88. that was the end
2: that was the end wow, I, I was trying to get some action and she would not give me any action unless I married her and I said I am not fucking marrying you <laughs> the end
1: of the and beginning then,
2: and then 20 years later she stalked me on Facebook and here we are how long together now she says 10 but I think it's 150
1: yeah. Well, I think I've known the Donster for om- for over 40 years. That is correct. The yeah. August Red Moon Days, 1981. The original craves You were an underage girl back then. Too. Don
2: says you should remember that night. You were in bed with us or on the floor with us.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was
2: in bed. Oh, you were in bed. I was Who in, bed. in bed. with the, you and I. The
1: three we were on women. the bed.
2: We were on the floor.
1: No, there was like about 10 people in that room. All I remember that that was were wasted. and some, There was like a mattress that got thrown somewhere. Yeah,
2: see, exactly. The mattress, that's the last thing I remember, seeing that mattress. The rock and roll
1: days, yes. And I woke up the next day. That's I don't know moment. where I was. You you can come back, Andrew. We're not ignoring and you. you and Don was gone.
2: Don left me for 20 years.
1: <laughs> but now she's back. Now Get, she's get, get, in, the, get in the frame, Donster. before we end this thing. Get in the frame.
2: We're going to end it? Man. We haven't even talked about
1: it. We're already.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but you can edit all the stupid Andrew shit out.
1: No, nah, we're not going uh, to. Matt, Matt's got to post this up by tomorrow. That's what we got. He's He's got to post this up tomorrow morning. So we're not going to edit shit, dude. It's everything. We That's shouldn't. what I said. Everything everything goes on this one.
2: So let's talk about the action that you used to get, Bobo. I got okay. no action. Are you insane? I Can't got no, <laughs> Tell
1: I us got about no action back then. Tell us how you Kim. I, I want to know about Tiff. I want to <laughs> know about some. You're the one with all the action. I don't know. Most of the girls I brought over to the studio ended up with you anyway. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's actually a true story. It's a sad but yeah. true story.
1: Yeah, and so I didn't go, do uh, it because, that guitar player, he's like really sleazy. I don't like, and I said, like, yeah, that's, do right. that's I just was... the way it is. And then the next day, I know they show up with you at the studio <laughs> <laughs> with their arm around you. like, All right, Leonard was quite the man. Well, talk, let's talk, talk about the Acacia. And uh, Baba, the acacia. you were my pimp. Say what you were Uh-oh. my pimp. I was, I had to buy you, you and Mike Stone. Pimp. You guys lived in the studio pretty much. Pretty much during that. You lived it. We had like we a little long upstairs, room. and that was your meal of the day. We would go to a happy hour at this old classic old place in an uh, old restaurant, like, like garden Street, grove Kansas. right on Main Street. Yeah, it was right. like it was yeah. kind of like a student tie kind of restaurant. You had to it was like a really yeah. old school garden grove restaurant, and, yeah, and they would see us come walking in <laughs> and we would just take advantage of the happy hour. And uh, that was when we were drinking them Bloody Marys. And we'd order, I would always, you would always have to call me, bring your credit card <laughs> to pay. And you would, that would be your meal for the whole day. You would just have the uh, cost yeah, you I a mean, buck 98. Yeah. Well, we used to go to,
2: remember, we used to go to the Black Angus. That
1: was our, Black happy. Angus. That was the other one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, you know, little like chicken wings and carrot yep. sticks.
1: Dude, and back then back one day,
2: to... one day we saw the sign across the street at the Acacia Room. It said happy hour. It's so yep. like, fuck, let's go try this place. And we walk in. as a bunch of old people in tuxedos <laughs> and, you know, old fuckers. And they had big, giant
1: ribs and, you know, full <laughs> turkey legs for happy hour. So we oh, were pouring awesome. a star, and we go in there. Yeah. See, they don't do that shit no more. For those that don't remember fat, after happy like, hour days. Remember, like, after four days, we went back, and they had
2: little tiny weenie <laughs> Man, he's in are bun. <laughs> like, fuck Because I knew you
1: guys were You the guys aren't coming before. back anymore. Really yeah.
2: That was the, the Red Onion thing.
1: had the best one. They had a good happy hour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really good. One. <laughs> Remember
2: Margaritaville? Wasn't it Margaritaville?
1: Had the margaritas? Margaritaville? What was that? Was that, yeah, was that like a margarita
2: bar or something? I
1: don't know. Oh, they did. Well, they did have the killer margaritas. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Hey, you know, what I ran into recently in a last uh, couple of snoo shows was Scott the Rodeo. Oh really?
1: Remember Where's Scott he? the Roadie? Yes, I do. Yeah. Where does yeah. he live? He still he lives in Huntington Beach. No shit. Yeah. Did he know that you guys were playing, or you just ran into him? Yeah,
2: he came and saw us play. Well, Dan was playing bass for Snoo, and Dan and Scott the Roadie were best friends.
1: Yeah, you told me that he worked yeah. with Eden. I don't remember yeah. that. This guy Dan.
2: Interesting. I I, okay. I think I might remember him with if I saw some pictures. Okay, but. Yeah.
1: You all all right there, Andrew? Are you? Uh, Andrew's driving like to the Hooters. He's like he's in a. Are you? Are you like in acid days or what's sure. going on there, Andrew? He can't um, listen on the podcast. Uh, I'm making a drug run. <laughs> oh, are you actually driving? <laughs> I'm driving. What'd you do? Take your laptop in your car with you now, or?
3: No, actually, I'm on, I'm doing all this with my iPhone. It's amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah, Very technologically yeah, no. advanced. What's, what's with the red light here? Jesus
1: That's Christ. my flashlight. All so right. you can see me. <laughs> this is getting too so what <laughs> were what done.
2: were some of your favorite highlights, Bobo, from back in the, the Orange County days?
1: Oh shit, dude. Let's hear let's hear
2: Bobo's perspective. From
1: from those Eden days. We're always listening to all our horse shit. Like, what was your well there memory. were the times when you what are Bobo's memories? Lived in Burbank. That was uh we had some great parties there, the after parties at Burbank. But considering this is Orange County. I do remember faces, some of the crazy shit being drunk as fuck going to faces. And I remember uh always Mike Stone when he joined the band, he was only 19. Remember? He always wanted to go to the club. Dude, I'm not gonna be able to get it. It's 21 and over. Don't worry, I'll get it. We'll we'll figure something out. I'll get it. I go, no, they won't allow you. And all the clubs they'd go, hey, you're you know. You're, you're not 21. So we had had him a stack of flyers. I said, hey, you a flyer of the parking lot while well, we go at and party. And I remember we went to – uh John Stranansky was with us. We were in the studio doing the Eden demo. Yes. We we're, were at the 87 Eden record. record. Yes. Well, it was, it was yeah. actually the de- demo tape. It ended up with right. The Real Me and Lost in the Race and Satisfaction Guaranteed. And, and we were in the studio at Studio Orange. And there was a club. What was that strip club there? It's on Harbor. The Mustang. Uh, the, the Mustang. Yes. I thought you were going to say the Chi Chi girls. Uh, but no, the Mustang. And uh, and that closed probably shortly after. <clears throat> but we went there with Stranansky. And of course Stone couldn't get in. He got all pissed off. And he's like, dude, give me the keys to your car. <clears throat> I go, Dude, don't drive off with it. He goes, No, I'm going to listen to I just want to listen to music. You guys are going to be in there a while. I go, No, don't worry. We'll only be in there for an hour. He's like, Bullshit, man. Give me the keys. So I gave him the keys. And I said, Hey, by the way, there's a stack of flyers in the uh, truck. Flyer the parking lot.
2: <laughs> That's the that you fuckers <laughs> left me there.
1: Well, they left all of us. He left all of us there. He <laughs> took off in our car and went back. And of course, we came out a couple hours later. And it's like, No, Mike Stone, you know, we didn't have cell phones or anything back then. And so we actually ended up finding a ride from some guy that was so some guy that was at the club. I and think I had a date that guy. night.
0: That's how I got home.
1: Yeah. No, I think you came with us, or did you? No, I didn't. Me was okay. No, it was just you yeah. guys. Interesting. Anyway, hey Andrew, are you still there? Andrew's gone. All right. Listen, we're we're going to end this thing. We're already an hour and a half in. All right, Bobo. Forty minutes Here. in, but it was fun. It was-
2: last uh, last uh, right. word, Bobo, from the from the '80s Orange County.
1: Yes. What, what, did you,
2: what did you take from it,
1: dude? Those were good times that will never ever be repeated. And Orange County was a huge metal scene of its own. You know, we had our own yeah. scene in Orange County. Everyone came. Uh, you know, the you know it was a whole. You know, you didn't have everyone knew like the Hollywood was kind of the sleazier scene. Orange County had the hotter beach chicks, healthier. It was just a whole different kind of scene. And all the L.A. bands would come out to Orange County mm-hmm. to a lot of the clubs. So those uh, k and E C nights and everything. And k pretty much dominated Orange County because they were based in Long Beach. So they had, you know, the places in Redondo. I mean, you remember, Andrew, right? I missed him. Uh, k- uh, he's I from can. Texas. Oh, uh, yeah. you missed all that. Oh, so a great yeah well, well, No, no. He, he
3: doesn't I, know where I, he is right now. When I when I lived in Huntington <laughs> Beach, they were on the radio, and it was you know that's the only radio station I listened to basically, and uh, yeah, yeah, um, trying to remember uh, DJ uh, Will, DJ Will, I hung out with him.
1: Uh, okay, so you're talking about knac.com then?
3: Yeah, yeah, so he, yeah, that's well, no, no, that's later, that's later. But when I well, lived DJ there,
1: Will was knac.com.
3: Got it, got it. I right, did, yeah. right.
1: Yeah, he's well, a great right, dude. Well,
3: when I lived in Huntington Beach, man, it was like 105.3, I think, and it was, they just rocked.
1: 105.5. 105.3 was a San Diego station.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, no, it yeah, was good. Yeah. I totally enjoyed it. Right on. So, Any last well, words here, Andrew? Yes,
2: Bobo. The 80s Orange McCullers. County Medal was a great fun time, and I'm glad I was a part of it. I'll never Absolutely. Forget. Yes.
3: You know, yeah. I got to say, the 80s were good to all of us. It was a formative time. You, you didn't know what was, you know, going to come later and, you know, what things were going to evolve into. And it was just, uh, it was cool to be a part of it, man. It was awesome. You know?
1: All right. Any messages you want to leave to Lars and James from Metallica? Cause they'll be watching.
2: Oh, <laughs> Lars, you owe me 20 bucks.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man. Well, lifetime fans and, 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 uh, you know, thanks thanks for uh taking time out to hang with nobody back in the day you know it's pretty
2: cool hanging uh, with the dude well the thanks dude. Dude. good times tonight
3: well
1: thank you uh, thank you for the short notice this this turned out great see you never know you never, never we'll, we'll have to do a part two of orange county maybe get some other orange county maybe we'll get mike stone on we will see if you'd be up for that that would be hey fun.
3: do you ever do live do you ever do live broadcasts from uh, uh, on the scene no uh, on location no. no, we
1: could, but we uh, we just prefer doing the podcast. So I will uh, send so you guys a link. your shit out. Yes. Right. <laughs> Is there anything you need to promote? You want to promote? You want to put your
3: name out there?
1: Say well, it now. Give your Andrew. Partners.
3: Yeah, the dude.
1: The no, dude.
3: I'm, I'm thinking. You know, you should come out to uh, the heavy metal SWAT meet uh, whenever we have the next one. Um, ah, and, and uh, it's it's a great time. Jack Panzer three years ago came in flew in from colorado and played and uh every year they've got a great band and um it's it's a cool one day event once a year wow diego.
1: okay san diego i know uh i used to go to one at the uh in, what was it was in cerritos or somewhere the athletic club or something back in the late 90s early 2000s they had a really cool record swap meet there it wasn't all metal but a lot of metal heads hung out there
3: Yeah, no, it's it's a big event, you know. It's uh, it's next to a a winery and a brewery and restaurants, and it's outdoors and a bunch of tents and uh, DJ Will comes out and and DJs, and uh, also uh, I'm driving, so I'm not totally focused, but uh, uh,
1: after all these beers, you're driving, Jesus! Yeah, all that weed and the edibles and all this alcohol, man. Pull over! Flashlight, look. Who the fuck is is he thinking, Curtis? All right. We don't condone this. We don't promote <laughs> this. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to kick your ass off. Leader yeah, <laughs> cool.
3: of Hyrax, help me. Caden,
1: uh, Caden Depena. I think he's just pretending he's driving.
3: Yeah, it, <laughs> I think so. It's a, it's you want, great you want to be Curtis. We want, we want to have you come out, and I'll hook you up with Brian, who coordinates it.
1: Let me know. Are you going to do it this year with the COVID and all that, or is it? When do you do it? I'll
3: let you talk to Brian, and, and I'll reach right. out. to him, and uh, and I'll, I'll see what the, what the update is, but it's a good time. I would love could, to come out down to San Diego, man.
1: Very cool, right Leonard on. Spickle. What, uh, what can you promote here? Any new sites you want to promote, or is uh, there? That- no,
2: you know, I'm just not going to whore myself out right now because I got
1: absolutely nothing going
2: on. So, well,
1: there you go. All right. Yeah. What about the Donster? Any last word from the Donster? She's making me a tuna <laughs> pot pie. <laughs> I was just <laughs> going to say. All right, Dodd, sir, you'd make that pie for us. What family. about you,
2: Bobbo? Where do we find Bobo?
1: Oh, yeah, People know where to get us. Sessions.com, CMSPN.com. We are on the CMS podcast network. You can check out the Shockwave Skull Sessions, the classic metal show, the Aftershocks podcast, and talk to me. All on the cmspn.com, so check that out for sure. Thank you again for the uh hey, shortness there, Thirsty Spickle. And Andrew, if you're still there, oh, thank you, my friend. It was a, a great addition to the show. So, uh, Bob, uh this Bob's will be time. interesting,
3: Bob.
2: Good time yeah,
3: and make more movies. Love your stuff, and it was an honor and a pleasure to uh, be on tonight. And, and thank you very much.
1: Absolutely, I'll send you guys a link as soon as it's posted. Thanks. all right gentlemen thank you again thank you for listening to the shockwave skull sessions podcast subscribe and listen to all episodes by going to our pages on iTunes Spreaker YouTube Spotify and more you can listen to all of episodes and access up-to-date information and news on the shockwave skull sessions podcast by going to our website at www.shockwaveskullsessions.com email all comments questions and suggestions to shockwave skull sessions at gmail.com.